And we, according to YouTube.com slash StreamYard slash streaming service, are in fact live. Welcome, welcome, everybody, for what is going to be quite possibly the greatest show in legal history, where one, Darrell Brooks, who has decided to represent himself, is actually going to give his opening statement on day 14 of the trial, this is amazing. I didn't even know it was possible to defer your opening statement to a later point in the trial, but it's happening. I'm watching it. You're watching it. We're all going to enjoy it. We're all going to break it down. Maybe Darrell Brooks is going to win the case with this very case, and that's going to be the thing. And I think it's going to start at 2 p.m., Nicholas, for asking. So, yes, we're getting revved up 2 p.m. Eastern time, so that would be in one minute. And I've already got it queued up. I'm already hyped. You need to be hyped because this is actually happening. I did not know. I thought I well missed the opening statement. I am so excited for it. And you guys should also be insanely excited for it. And I already have it queued up. You don't need to worry about it. We are going to break down whether or not the state of Wisconsin has to show up in person for this trial. We are going to break down whether or not the state being able to call him Darrell, Daryl Brooks, whatever, is actually something that violates his rights. Spoiler alert, it is not. It's going to be a great time. We're all going to enjoy it, and you better watch it. And now somebody's saying it's going to start at 2.30, which means I'm here way too early. 2.30 Eastern, really? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. Um, well, you know what? That will give us time to build up the hype. Have you seen the state of Wisconsin? But yeah, I, I didn't know that you could defer an opening statement. I wasn't paying attention to the trial like throughout the whole course of the trial. So I am very excited for what is going to go on during the course of this uh, this these proceedings. And I hope that you guys are excited. Yeah, yeah, like the stream, like the stream. I like that. Let me let me put that up right. Oh wait, I missed the I missed the thing. There we go. Like 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 the stream, people. But uh, yeah, so this is a wild. Uh, it's been a wild one. I was watching this earlier. Uh, somebody says cover legal voices support of Adnan Saeed's release. Uh, I would have to. I would have to watch it. So, like, I'll put that in my in my back pocket. I was kind of done with the Adnan case because you know, like, he's already out. There's nothing you could really do. But if you got like a good video that you know is gonna at least put forward an argument for his uh his supposed innocence, then. You know, I'll be interested in that. Like, I'll watch it. Now, that being said, uh, I, I need somebody to monitor when this is actually going to go live. <laughs> grounds, Sean, grounds. True, true. I need somebody to monitor when it's going to go live because we could watch some of the chaos that went on earlier today. Uh, let me know if you guys can hear this. Go ahead, Detective Casey. You can answer the question about when you have seen this video prior to today. I saw the video uh, within a few days of Mr. Brooks being arrested. Can you guys hear that audio? This is just test audio. Then, if you like, because that's the stream I'm going to be using. Yeah, I, I'm aware they're at lunch. I thought they were coming back at 2. I, like, rushed into the shower and came out and all that, going live at 225 Eastern. All right, so I'll keep that in mind. We can go over some of the chaos. Like, I actually have the stream on my phone. Uh, it seems like you guys can actually hear it, uh, which is great. And by the way, I did do the thing where I ended up not going to the Law and Crime channel. So I'm going to Fox Minneapolis in order to avoid the copyright claims because you guys warned me about it. 
So I do appreciate that. But uh, we got to see some of the fireworks. Show me Mr. Wisconsin. Uh, BS streamers don't shower. Well, I'm not a streamer, so I agree with you because I don't typically stream. I usually make videos on the internet.com. Oh, no, no. His his opening. So the fact is I was looking for his opening statement because I was going to do a video about this. And then I learned that they did not actually have him give his opening statement. He deferred it till later. So, you know, as if I needed more blessings from the gods, I have now received them. Uh, Nate, the lawyer. Nate, do you want to come in for this opening argument? Let, let, I'm a I'm a DM Nate the uh, the link. I you know I'm gonna have fun with this, but I could DM him the link of the uh, of the what you call it of the <laughs> I could DM him the link of this this nonsensical non legal breakdown. Actually, you know what? It would be amazing to ask him, like an actual lawyer, the the particulars of the sovereign citizen argument because I know it's legally incomprehensible, but it would be nice to have an expert. So I'm a I'm gonna send Nate the uh, the link. And, you know, if he doesn't have time to join, then don't worry. This isn't me calling him out for not joining. But, yeah, uh, it, 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 it has been DM'd. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. And, uh, you know, now, now I got to change the title. Uh, let's see. How do the kids do it? They do FT. That's like feature, right? And we'll do Nate the, I'll give him the capital T H E, and I'll have to get his links and then put them all in so you guys can go and subscribe. Like for those of you who don't know, Nate actually grew really, really well uh, during that whole Amber Heard thing. Oh, I have to change the title somewhere else. And he had like crazy coverage. It's like LawTube in general really blew up during that trial, and the Rittenhouse trial is very well deserved. Like. They, you know, they, they all like, they work more as a community than almost any other community that I've seen on YouTube, which is nice. And they invited me onto a bunch of their streams and I just like, didn't make any of them. So like, they're also super nice and friendly now. Oh, I see Nate in the lobby. I'm going to bring him up. Yo, greetings, hey, <laughs> greetings, man. It's funny. You're I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking explain to you something you probably never knew. Your channel was one of the reasons why I actually started my YouTube channel. I used to uh, watch your stuff and I was like, my God, this guy's doing what I want to do. <laughs> that's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, I've, I've been a fan because I saw, I see you argue, I see you argue with Destiny. Because I, I love, to be honest with you, I, I find that you're probably one of the best debaters online when it comes to these topics. So even when I disagree with you, I'm like, damn, this guy just has such, it's like, I hate this point that he's making, but it's just so frustrating because it's good. But I like that. I, I like to be challenged. I like to be mentally challenged. So yeah. So I, I'm, 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 I've always been like a, a huge fan, bro. So thanks, oh. thanks for inviting me on. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for all the times that you invited me on with like every lawyer in law tube. <laughs> and, and I was like doing whatever I was doing and I couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 so funny because I'm always like, come on, on, and you're like, and you're like, no, I can't make it. Like, ah, this guy, just, just come on, once the Justice Smollett one, I think, and the um, Ahmaud Arbery one too. Oh, the, the Ahmaud Arbery, you did a good job. You called that, you called that verdict. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was able to call it early, but that was because the the defense attorney made the the weirdest mistake. It's just like he essentially gave it up at the beginning of the trial, and then it was like, what, like. What are you doing? I, I, so. I actually got so much crap for the Arbery thing because uh, Vosh, you know, the king of all steel mans, uh, <laughs> completely, 
he he put it out there that I was saying that the that the uh the what were the what was the family name the McMichaels yeah the they were going to be justified and I and I said clearly in the video I'm like no they they're not they're going to lose this case yeah you've been you you saying that from the beginning and and also the, the second thing you so you said too was that um. Because I remember you were saying that they have an argument, but it didn't seem, but it didn't seem like it would be enough to overcome it. But then after you saw the the, the defense attorney essentially say that they were guilty, it was like there's, there's nothing else here, right? That the defense attorney, when you defense attorney, for those of you who don't know, the defense attorney essentially admitted they were guilty, but didn't realize he admitted they were guilty. <laughs> that was yeah. it. So no. Uh, it was wild. I'm, I'm actually so I'm actually super not into watching like the trial wire to wire. I yeah. only caught some clips of this on Twitter. Have you been watching the whole time or I've been I've been watching a lot of it. And it's been um, this guy's obviously insane. He's obviously he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's he's doing going sovereign citizen. Um, His his whole thing is, is that he's he's trying to just I, I think he's just trying to make a show. I don't I think he knows that he's probably going down but he's just trying to make a show of it so it is what it is i mean it is a show it's it's weird because obviously you know six people died in this case so it is serious but at the same time his defense and everything about him in the trial is so unserious that Mm -hmm. like you can't help but like we we watched yesterday uh i was i had i was with alf i just came on and i was like oh we have to we have to go over this because this is so wild and he just objects to everything and then yes. he demands grounds for everything. <laughs> it's it's wild. As a lawyer, how do you grade Mr. Brooks's performance? <laughs> you gotta put me in that. Well, obviously it's a zero. Um, <laughs> the 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 problem with Brooks is that he doesn't understand the rules and he doesn't understand the law. Um, for all of you out there, when you're a lawyer, it's more about the na- you have. We all have the kind of same facts. But it's about the narrative, right? How how do we express those facts in a way that's best for the client? And Mr. Brooks doesn't understand. That's the that's his job. His job is to take those same facts that say he's guilty and bring it to some to where you have some doubt about his guilt. And you see it in all in all cases. Right. But when you don't understand, that's your job. What he's been doing is trying to make it seem like the facts aren't what they are. But it's like no, you know, you're on video. It's like these are they're here. You have to now argue why. You know, this doesn't make sense. So I'm, I'm assuming sometimes people do this, this type of thing before because they, they're going for a mental illness. You know, one of those, um, you know, um, we call it mental disease and defect here in, in New York, where you have some type of mental illness and that's the reason why you're not responsible. Maybe that's the reason why he's, he's doing this. But as of right now, um, this is why you shouldn't be your own lawyer because he just doesn't understand this, the fundamentals of it. And he's right. going to get convicted. He's going to, he's, this guy's going to jail for the rest of his life. So. Yeah, as he should, I mean, as he should. Yeah, I, it's it, it. Like I said, it is comic to a certain extent, but it's you know it's also serious because obviously, like we're dealing with serious charges. But um, hell, fucking yeah. I I will say the constant summoning of the state of Wisconsin in person to the trial. Like, what what do you think about that legal strategy and argument? <laughs> well, the, it, again, it just it it shows that. He doesn't understand the system, but he wants to try to make it seem like there's something wrong. And his argument about the, the 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 person, there's no person here, there's no plaintiff, there's no state. He doesn't understand the state is represented by the prosecutor, and the prosecutor sends their representative, which is the assistant prosecutor, to prosecute the case. So that person sitting there has just is it is the state essentially is representative of the state. So him, you know, I don't know who he wants to sit in that chair. Maybe he wants the governor because that, that would be technically that's who's prosecuting him. It's the governor right. of the state. 
and the governor is, is giving that power to the prosecutor and the prosecutor gives it to an assistant prosecutor. So now, you know, so is he asking for the governor to, to sit there at the press? I don't know what he's asking for. Two, two things. One, if you, if you uh, buy into his theory that you can't, like you have, you know, everybody has the right to face their accuser. We, we understand that. Um, but like he doesn't understand what that means. But if you buy into his theory that the person has to actually show up, then nobody could be charged with murder, like ever. Because like, that's how ridiculous his theory is. Like <laughs> he's like, well, where the people saying I murdered them is is part of his argument, essentially. But also about the alternative like hypothesis. This was my this was my um my concern about uh the Chauvin defense team because mm-hmm. I thought that you could poke holes in the case, maybe argue cause of death to try to get some kind of reasonable doubt. But that's like a very technical like assertment of like, hey, maybe there's reasonable doubt here. But like unless you provide an alternative narrative, like something that the jury could take home so that they feel comfortable because, you know, juries are humans just like anybody else. There was no way that they were going to say, oh, well, he had this in his system. Therefore, maybe like you would have to like give them a picture of, oh, he swallowed the pills. Yeah. Oh, like he had an ongoing thing. And like this was like destined to happen. And it was like a happy, uh, unhappy accident that that Chauvin happened to be there when it did. Like and even Mm -hmm. that is like a huge stretch, which is why, you know, that conviction, especially when they came back in 10 minutes or two hours, whenever that jury came back, it was over. Yeah, yeah. You, you, your analysis is 100% correct. I think a lot of people don't understand. Like, I, like, I'm taking a whole bunch of shit on Twitter for this, but a lot of people don't understand. I watched the Chauvin trial gavel to gavel. I watched the entire thing. And one of the more shocking parts is when they had their witness, because don't forget, the jury had already heard from like five or six doctors that said, this is how he died. This is, it was asphyxiation, all of this, right? Even though he did have these drugs in the system, the cause of death was this. Right. So when Chauvin's expert came up, if he would have said, well, I think the cause of death was overdose or this, then I think you have a fight. I think you do, you, you can have something there. But his expert went up and said, I can't say definitively what killed him. It could have been, he said, it could have been carbon monoxide poisoning. It could have been this. It could have been that. So now you're, if you're in a jury, you said, well, I got his expert saying, I'm not sure, but I got all these experts on the other side said, no, it's sure. It's asphyxiation. So one guy is saying, well, it could be asphyxiation. It could be a whole bunch of other things. The other side is saying, no, it's all asphyxiation. That that killed that. What defense is that? <laughs> right. What defense is that? Every medical expert is saying that it's possible. Now, don't get me wrong. Could Floyd have died in a world of dose? Yes, it's possible. But that's just not the evidence they induced right. that trial. They induced the, the evidence they induced at trial was conviction. And I think if I think if any reasonable person goes to any trial and hears that type of evidence, it's obviously going to be yeah. a conviction, right? And you just, you just don't have anything else. I, I often get the overdose attributed to me. Like I never, I never claimed that he died from an overdose because I'm not an expert. I just uh, yeah. thought that a competent defense would be able to argue that at trial. Of like, course. If you, if you ask me, it's like it probably is not a coincidence that he was pinned to the ground, whatever pills he may have swallowed or not. So I understand the the prosecution, but I remember specifically watching back the footage of the Chauvin trial. And the Hennepin County coroner, I, I forgot his name, um, he he looked so great on the stand. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, if I would have if I would have watched just that day of the trial, I'd have been like, he's done. Like, yeah. like, good night. Good night, Chauvin. Because I remember they had Baden, who's like this grifter that jumps around from case to case. He testified in the OJ case. And that's who the yeah. family hired. 
And like Baden to me is like the biggest rat in terms of corners. He's a hired gun, a hundred percent. Uh, he's a TV coroner. So yeah. like I see him and I'm like, Oh, I mean, they're going to have a guy that's going to be worse than him that happens to be working in Hennepin <laughs> County. And it turns out they have like a superstar in Hennepin County, like, a, like, uh, you know, a Baden's like the greasy guy that's like down the street selling falafel and they have like Dr. Drew working as their regular coroner. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, the guy's got so like he's like the president of the coroner's association. Like this guy's like the top coroner of the country. It's like my God. Uh but what one thing I, I think what you said though before was so astute. If I was Chauvin's lawyer, of course I'm saying that Floyd died of an overdose. Of course I but I'm uh, that's my whole case, right? But again, you you know, you gotta get somebody you have to make the argument, and I and I just I, I think his attorney did the best he could with the case he had, and and Nelson, you know, I I know people were saying bad things about Nelson, but there's nothing. I would have tried the case like Nelson. I'd have said Floyd died of an overdose, and I think I would have had enough to at least suggest it to the jury. And I think they did. Now, the fact if he did or did not. That's not my my job is not to convince you it happened. It's it's to put enough doubt in your KMYC, mind that it could have happened. You know what I mean, right? My job is not to not you, not to. I don't have to show that he's guilty and he's innocent. I gotta just poke enough holes in the prosecution's case right. that you can believe that there's that there's reasonable doubt. So yeah, and I I think that was the that was the point of my videos. I definitely should have yeah. put in one of my thumbnails. Chauvin will walk with a question mark, but then because people people get really mad and they like throw that at me even though if you watch the video it's not as clear cut but i was gonna change it but you know i was like you know what it pisses people off and they go back and click on it <laughs> and the and the funny thing is is that the left's position like to make this political for a second mm-hmm. at the time was chauvin was gonna get away with it yes like, yes yes that was fear-mongering that was fear-mongering so you know like there's there's th- there's that but uh, for this case, it's very open and shut. It's not, it's not as yeah. interesting as even the Rittenhouse case where you have like a clear, like effort by the prosecution to go after him and it's self-defense. So it's like, oh, he did admit to killing these guys. So like, who knows? You know, I'll say this though. Rittenhouse really exposed the media and Rittenhouse in depth, but Rittenhouse really exposed the media for being the bullshit artists they are. Right. If, if you're, even if, if you're left or right, but I think Rittenhouse was so clear. I yeah. remember watching your video, initial video. You were like, how could this not be self-defense? And I was like, yeah, how could this not be? And then when I did the research, I was like, yeah, this is obviously self-defense. But to think about what, think about what Rittenhouse, he had to raise over a million dollars, pay some of the top defense to, just to get off what we all saw was clear as day. He should have never been prosecuted. And then the scariest part about it is to watching that prosecutor violate all those rules the con like against people don't realize this the prosecutor in that case straight up lied and his opening statement and then to compound that straight up violated this guy's constitutional rights on the stand yeah. that shit don't happen it, that doesn't happen but it happened to rittenhouse that should scare people up because, and, and it wouldn't have happened and think about this uh blm loving half hispanic guy was play was that's who Rittenhouse was was turned into a white supremacist and the state tried to railroad him. I I actually heard a rumor that Rittenhouse that whole Hispanic thing is like a misprint. Like I think he's oh, clarified that. Yeah. Oh okay okay. I mean not that, that it matters. It's it's yeah. uh, like George Zimmerman became white as soon as he got in that Trayvon Martin situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. Like whatever you think of that case. I mean again that's like a self defense. Oh, no, I, I think George thing. George Zim- 
George Zimmerman's another. He it was clearly self defense. I think, and I know it's going to hit. A lot of lefties going to hate me for saying that, but it's just, it's just. I, I I don't look at race with these cases. I look at the facts. That's why. That's why I've gotten like all of them right. Right. I'm the only. I'm one of the few people. Well, except for you too, who who've been who've been knit right on with all these cases. The Brooks case, for instance. I had people calling me a racist for saying. You remember the Brooks case, the guy who had the knife that was going into the car. Oh, and, and, um, and that. Um, Rashad Brooks. Yeah, oh, Rashad. Yeah, Rashad Brooks. Rashad Brooks. I was being called a racist for saying that that the cops were justified with that. And the other one with the girl who had um the knife who was who was about to stab the other girl and the cops shot her. Oh, Makia Bryant, I remember. Yeah, that. I was called a racist for that one too. I was like, how can I be racist for saying the stuff that's so obvious, right? But I, I think that's that's what the left does. They 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 want you to if if they don't have an argument, they just scream racism, no matter what your skin color is. I, I think the Rayshard Brooks one might be the uh, the Taser one though, like that guy in Atlanta. And uh, what's sorry, the other? Yeah. Jacob Blake uh, is the Jacob knife Blake. guy. Blake, yeah. Blake, yes, yes, and Rayshard Brooks too. That was another one where I where I called. I remember early on I called. I said. That case is going to be dismissed. Those cops were justified. I said that at the beginning. And I was called a racist. Then I was called a, a, a coon and all this other, all the, the worst stuff. And now at the end, it was the prosecutor's office there in Atlanta that said, yes, this is probably justified. And the state came out and released those guys and gave them back their jobs. Yeah. You know, oh, and they were going for the death penalty in that case, which was, yeah. which was well, any, and there's like always red flags for me. So one of the red flags I always have whenever I hear about a case is breaking up a fight. Like, yeah, like the police weren't even called for them. They were just breaking up a fight. I don't think it's ever happened in the history of the world because every time you look up breaking <laughs> up a fight, they, like, like the Jacob Blake one was so outrageous because she called oh the police God. and she was like, Jacob Blake is here. I'm scared <laughs> of Jacob Blake. <laughs> like, and it, no, and no, it's like, he has a warrant for the rest. He has a warrant for, yeah. he's running for a warrant. <laughs> And then they're going about, oh, I didn't expect them to be arrested. I thought everything was going to be okay. You're calling us because you said the guy's stealing your children and he's got a war for his arrest. What do you think we're going to do? Right? What do you think he's he's going we're going to just say, don't worry, you got to go at home? That doesn't no, come on, stop it. Stop it. I think originally with the Blake case, I was like, you know, the cops like sucked at restraining him. And then we get the other video where he fights all three cops. And then I was like, ah, but it's still like it's questionable to shoot him while he's climbing in the car i'm like you know maybe maybe they could have figured out something else but then you realize there's three kids in the car and it's like oh but you can't let this guy flee on a felony with three children and the thing is is if he gets in the car and he crashes and all of them die nobody's gonna care about that story like it's not gonna be national news yeah that the cops like let him go in well the one thing though about jacob blake's case when i first saw it the issue wasn't because people are saying, well, even though he had a knife, like just serving it, he had a knife. So the, the shooting was totally justified. He had a knife. The fact that if I have a gun trained on you and I'm telling you, don't reach into the car, don't reach into that thing. And you start reaching into your pocket with me having a gun on you, you're probably going to get, you know, it's just going to happen. And and the, and that's what happened with Jacob Blake. He had, matter of fact, he had it and then he would go, open up the car door, reach what can you do? Because you again, you don't know what that person is reaching for. And in police work, you don't have to see the gun yeah. or see the knife before you react, right? It, At that point, reasonable, it's too late. It's, it's a reasonable person in those circumstances would perceive yeah. a threat. 
By the way, people are writing Philando Castile. So Philando Castile, I actually think should get more attention from Black Lives Matter because yes. I I listen to that tape and he clearly says, and people get mad at me. I'm not reaching. And maybe you can argue the cop heard I'm reaching, which doesn't make any sense. But the mm. cop shoots him and then he starts screaming like in a panic. And it's like, no, no, you you can't be a cop if you don't have a level of emotional discipline to deal with that. Because like, you know, you could say Castillo was high on marijuana, whatever, don't care. Or 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 any of that. But like he clearly was like going he clearly was not going for his gun. Like he said, I yeah. have a gun in the car. He said, don't reach for it. He said, I'm not reaching for it. What he, what the cops should have said is put your hands on the steering wheel because Correct. don't reach for it is a negative command that doesn't, it just says, don't do that one thing. It doesn't say do this, like give affirmative yeah. commands. Oh, he could so, say, yeah. put, your, put your hands up because he was in a passenger seat. So he could have said, put your hands up or something like that. Yeah. 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 For, yeah. for Linda class, for, but I, I think, and this is just my, me being cynical. I think for Lindo Castillo, um, the reason why it wasn't picked up by Black Lives Matter is because it's against, don't forget, there's a two-way sentiment there, too, because he had a licensed handgun, right? Right. So I think that would have been the issue, because now you have the whole, you know, anti-gun people saying, ah, well, you know, it's a gun, you know, the whole thing, even though he was killed. So I think that's the reason why it wasn't put up. If, if, it, if, it, if it wasn't, I think because of the handgun license issue, I think that's what, what, what kind of made the liberals it- not jump on that as tough. It's also they a, did, but they didn't jump on it. It's, it's also like a super Latino cop. His name was like you know, like something, like something, yeah. like it, it, his name was something in the line of like Pedro Mejia Mahan, Hernandez. Like <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't that. Just so you guys know, I'm just saying it was yeah. super Latino. Like so, it was, it wasn't like you could hide it. It wasn't like a Zimmerman, like <laughs> where it was he was half. So like that, but yeah, that cop when he's like screaming and panicking, and the girlfriend is like. She's like, what do you, she's like, you just shot, she's so much more calm after seeing yeah. her boyfriend get shot than the cop who delivered the shot. And he fired, you know, I, I don't count shots in panic situations, but like there's some situations where you shouldn't be in a panic. And he was yeah. panicked from the jump on the stop. What, what, what do you think about this last one with the, the, the Burger King one? So, so I met the, the guy with the, at the burger with the eating the burger and the cop stops him and, and, and shoots him. Was that Did out of New that York? Case? No, that was it's a recent case where it's a a guy in Texas. The cops pull him over. Oh, he's got the burger. Now it's it's funny yeah. because when I first heard about that case, right, people thought he was black. So everybody's like, oh, right. So they were like, oh, this is another racist cop, racist cop. But then it was a bitch. It was like, you know, it's a white guy. It was like, oh, oh, okay. Now we got to think about it. But I, got, I, still- I got I got so much crap for that one on Twitter because people were tweeting it out. It's like he was shot for an unlicensed burger. It's like no, he fled from the cop. That's why he was shot. Like mm. like I I have reservations about firing onto a fleeing vehicle. Like I think that you're going to end up creating a situation where if you hit him, then he's going to hit other people. But each department has their own determination based on that. But people yes. were like exaggerate. They're like, oh, he didn't drive away until this random person assaulted him. And I'm like. He's wearing a uniform. He looks right at the cop. Like he did know he was a cop running away. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's not, it's, it's like, but like whether or not it's a deadly force situation to me is the issue. But like what I find with a bunch of these cases is we can never get past level zero of the conversation, which is can we agree on what happened in the case? Yeah. Like yeah. the cop opens his door. He sees it's a cop. He's already shifting into reverse as soon as the cop opens the door and he runs away. Like he, he, he intended to run. Yes, yes. Uh, well, 
uh, another app. Well, I, I do want to say this though, and and this will help from now on. This will help all of your um, police use of force cases going forward. There's what's called the Graham v. Connor standard. Now, I don't care what police department you are in the United States. They by um, there's a, a Supreme Court case that forces every department in the United States, any law enforcement department, the standard for use of force. And it, it's called the Graham standard it's from a case called Graham v. Connor. I don't know if you've heard of the case, but um, yeah, but it's 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 universal. It's a universal standard. So if you use this standard in any case, this is what you'll see it. If you if you um, we if we I would look it up for you in New York, New York, they literally list it out um, and New Jersey and all of the states. What that case did, what happens in that case is there was a gentleman, I forgot, Connor, I think, was the, um, was the cop and Graham was the Vic, was the Vic. So there was a guy who was having a diabetic episode. And so he, he needed sugar to, to, because he took too much insulin. So him and his friend jump in a car and they drive to the nearest, um, um, gas station to get orange juice. So he drives to the gas station. So the, the car, stops pulls out he jumped the guy the guy from the passenger jumps out runs into the runs into the convenience store right so across the street there's a cop who sees this now obviously what do you think the cop's thinking robbery Robbery. right there's a guy who pulls up you know so the guy goes in he runs up and back in store there happened to be a long line at the store so what happens is the guy then runs out the store jumps in the car and they haul ass down the street so what does the cop do he follows them and pulls them over like yo so eventually they pull him over. They try to arrest the guys because they're trying to figure out whether it's just a robbery or not. There's some injuries and Graham is arrested. I mean, the guy's arrested and then he sues. So in that lawsuit, the, the court found that the cops were reasonable because they said that any reasonable person or a reasonable, what well, the standard is any reasonable officer, not reasonable person, any reasonable right. officer in that officer's position would have thought this was a robbery and would have been justified in stopping him and doing all this stuff. So what the court comes down with is, a, is the, what's called the Graham standard. And the Graham standard is saying, is essentially saying it's a, it's a two part test. The first part of the test is you first look at any use of force situation as what would a reasonable officer facing the same set of circumstances do in this situation based on their training experience. And the reason, and the, how do you know what a reasonable officer would do is that you look at the departmental's policy because they say a reasonable officer would follow departmental policy. So right. if you're, so if you're a reasonable, so in other words, if I'm a reasonable officer and the departmental says you can only have nine millimeters, but I'm out there carrying a shotgun. And if I kill somebody with a shotgun, then they're going to say that was unreasonable because I'm not following my department's policy. So that's kind of how they give it local control, how each little local department can have control of their officers. Because if you're not following the department's policy, you're essentially violating the Constitution because of the department's policy. And then a second thing the court said, we're going to judge each one of these situations, each one of these use of force situations with three factors. The first factor is what's the nature of the call? You know, how, what, why are we coming? If it's a cat in a tree, then obviously cops are going to be coming with guns. But if it's a bank robbery... That's different. Um, Whether the suspect is resisting arrest. That's another factor that's very important to whether to what's happening. And obviously the the officer's subject factors. Is it a 80 year old woman you're trying to arrest harshly or is it a, you know, 25 year old Mike Tyson, you know, versus. So that's what the law. So when you use that test, generally you can see from all of these situations how it actually, you know, how, how whether an officer is justified or not. Now, in this situation that we we're talking about, this is a long way to go to this. This situation where the cop is running from it, this cop, the reason why he was fired is that there's another Supreme Court case called um, 
um, Tennessee v. Gardner. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm giving you like this whole constitutional. Oh, no, that's thing. fine. <laughs> so there's another case, another famous case called Tennessee v. Gardner. In that case, it was a black officer who shot another black person. It's a famous case. It's taught in pretty much every law enforcement. I used to be a, a, a um, I used to be a trainer at the um, the Leo Academy here. With the with the the case with the cases is, is that the two there was a guy named the guy his um Gardner, um he was robbing he was burglarizing someone's home. The cops come and see him burglarizing the home, so he runs out the house and he's about to jump over a fence. The black cop sees him and shoots him in the back, killing Gardner. So Gardner's family sued, saying that that was unreasonable. It's not reasonable to shoot. So the Supreme Court came down with the edict saying it is unreasonable for officers to shoot fleeing suspects right. unless, one, you can prove that they were an immediate threat to someone else. So in this car situation, if there was somebody in front of this guy and he's about to drive, you can employ deadly physical force or he's a deadly physical force to the officer or the officers. So th- so that's the two standards in a, in a running situation. If somebody's running away from you, the officer that has to justify that by that by that reason. He was either going to kill somebody else or and it's got to be imminent. This can't be something, you know, I think he's driving away, he's going to kill somebody tomorrow, right? He's got to be imminent. That's so that's, in this interesting. Situ- that's interesting that, because the the case that I learned in in school, uh, well not the case, the example I was always given is like a man's life is worth more than a candy bar, but I guess yeah. that's for civilians because it's like a shopkeeper shooting somebody uh, that's like just shoplifting and like running away, but mm-hmm. uh, it's the same principle. Like yes, yes, it's the same principle. It's just uh, because in ten, the the part I forgot about the case is that <coughs> Tennessee law actually said that police officers were able to shoot and kill. It was actually uh, kill people. It was it was the lawful to kill people to kill fleeing felons to shoot them in the and back. And Mr. Brooks, I presume you're ready for your opening statement. Are you re- here? Can we you go. Hear? Yeah, I can hear it. Oh, here comes no. the madness. Just one second. Thank you for explaining that before Mr. Brooks gives his opening statement. I know the court, the court stenographer must be like, my God, I got to do it this every day. To have the jury she just has that like copy and then paste it every time he says it <laughs> like command one at this point. <laughs> Light issue finding certain. Can you sit up because it's I'm not hearing you very well. So that the microphone picks you up, please. I'm having a slight issue uh, locating some of the files that I need. That's what I was trying to say. All right, we'll take a take a moment. You can look. Tell, tell me when you locate them. Okay. And they gave him a free attorney. I don't know why he didn't just use the free attorney. It just doesn't make any sense. I I, I saw him with him earlier. And uh, it was, uh, he, you're right. He just, he just dropped them at some point. And then he complains that prior counsel didn't inform him. It's like, they had no idea you were going to fire him. <laughs> and it's also like, isn't it like if you inform prior counsel, then like, then like it's the it's like res- the responsibility for you to make sure you get the information that they received it's not on the court to reinform you yes because i remember i remember they tried using that with the with the a, a newspaper interview in the Rittenhouse case and they said prior counsel approved this interview and the judge was like 
I don't. He basically he was said it got as close to saying I don't give a, I don't give a crap about that as, <laughs> as you can in a court of law. Uh, Brooks, ha- do, have you ever seen that that case out of Florida where the guy defended himself with the uh, he had like he had like Vegeta hair? What is? Hmm. It he sounds was, familiar. He was screaming. He was like, "The evidence will show that his <laughs> conspiracy goes up to Tampa." <laughs> I didn't see I that one. Uh, I got to check that out now. Let me write that down. He, he, uh, he files that I'm attempting to locate are uh, <laughs> pertains directly to uh, the witnesses that I will be calling. Um, I'm not sure what witnesses are here today. Well, let's do this. Um I'd like you to at least do your opening statement, bring the jury and do that, I'll give you an opportunity to look again. I can have the state write down who's here. I believe it's based on what you told them. And then we'll, if there's still something you need at that point, um, but I'd like to at least bring the jury out and start with your opening statement, okay? Well, the so the judge clear, is like I the programming director right here. She's like, we're all here for your opening statement. But... And, you know, who I will be calling by specific order. I, I gave uh, a generalization of uh, sure, who would be state. sorry who who would be called on what day. Why don't I have the state write down who's here presently, and then you can make that determination. That, but at least let's go with the opening statement. Okay, that, that's what I was trying to get at. It, it would help to know who's actually here today. It doesn't matter. Before you make your opening, opening statement, statement. Well, so I know. If, if he's he's going to lay out the whole case. He's like, I'm going to tell you which order I'm calling everybody on Tuesday at three. We're going to hear Let's from detective. After. I'll have the state write down who they know to be here now or who's coming this afternoon because there might have been That's people crazy. here this morning. I believe they're still here, but I'll let them write that down for you so you can. This, this judge has been a warrior this uh, whole time this too. I, She's I like, would like to bring the jury out for your as calm as she could be without giving him anything that's prejudicial. Okay. Then let's, I'll have the jury brought out, okay? This judge has the patience of Solomon. Um, my prior written decision stands. I will not be addressing that further. Your objection is. People noted. are like making fun of the um, pronunciation. It's like, listen, it's Daryl or Darrell Brooks. I watch MTV's The Challenge, and when you have the two R's, I think it's Darrell. Darrell, yeah, I would say Darrell too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Darrell. I would say it called Darrell too. And I do not intend to pursue that further. Can you show me lawful law that says that? I gave you a written decision. I have done that. Can you show me lawful law that verifies that? Sir. For the record. I gave you. I need lawful decision. law, not unlawful law. I it for value in return for <laughs> and value. That's and that's how I'm going to answer that. So it let's not verify um, proof. We still, we still aren't. Sir, there is no requirement in the law that the state or the court establish that. So Actually, there is. Right. Actually, there is, Your Honor. Subject matter jurisdiction has so to please. be proven for the record. <laughs> jurisdiction what? has to be proven. What subject matter jurisdiction means is that. Mr. Brooks, please do not make statements that mischaracterize the law or that impugn the integrity of this court. Um, you know it has to be proven and the on the record. Here. You know the jury is advised to disregard the statements. That Mr. Brooks is making regarding subject matter jurisdiction. About. <laughs> and you are to disregard them. Subject matter jurisdiction, like bankruptcy courts, 
are the only courts that can hear bankruptcy cases. Right. So this court would not have jurisdiction over a bankruptcy issue. The law that Mr. Brooks is stating. Where's lawful law that is incorrect? Mr. Brooks, please. <laughs> I am going to read one instruction. Thank you, everyone. Please be seated. She's trying her best to keep this the away from the jury, but it's un- he's unstoppable. Yeah. The purpose of an opening statement is to give the defendant an opportunity to tell you what he expects the evidence will show so that you will better understand the evidence as it is introduced during the trial. Now, there's going to be a lot of people trying to figure out why that the opening they let them wait. statements are not evidence. They're not. With that... Because ahead, the reason why the defendant can can ask to have his opening statement uh, after the prosecution put on his case, uh, right? Well, well prepared speech. So I'm just. Gonna I didn't know that. Part. So. Took um, off the mask. I would just like to first say that uh, I want to bring to remembrance something. I I think everyone in this room has been taught. Uh, pretty much as far back as we can remember is that there's always two sides to every story. Um, And for so long now, uh, roughly a year, there's only truly been one side told of this story. And uh, I've sat back and watched uh, from countless narratives that, that, that's been put out there. Um, the way this incident has been portrayed at times. And uh, finally, uh, everyone getting a chance to get the full story. You won't hear me try to uh, argue facts. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I did, I did. This incident was tragic. Was very tragic. <laughs> That's not lost on me. Uh, facts are that. Uh, now he's arguing the facts. There's still a lot of people healing. A lot of families healing on both sides. Um, <laughs> You're laughing at the chat too. You see, <laughs> I'm <ready to> argue <laughs> the facts. <laughs> when I'm confident that uh, the evidence will show, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. When I'm confident, you're so lucky it's not a death penalty state. The evidence will show. A hundred percent. Is that this incident was not planned. This incident was not intentional. And this incident was never even thought about. He's attacking the mens rea. That's what that is. He's saying he doesn't have the mental state. Not planned. Hmm. It's easy to I'm sorry. Give me a second. Uh, 
Yeah, people people in the chat are like, that's the best argument he's put up so far. It kind of is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the best legal argument because he said that he's, he didn't have the requisite mental state, right? I didn't do it intentionally. Lost control of the vehicle. Maybe that's the way he's going with this. I don't know. He's praying to God now, I think. I think he's... Uh... easy to look at the magnitude of something like this and form pains. I think uh, it's easy to disregard a lot of a lot of factors. And I think uh, in reference to what I stated earlier, it's, it's easy to forget the other side of the coin. Come on, progress. It, there's been a, a lot of suffering involved in this incident, a lot Obviously, um, with the families, with with the community. Hmm. Is he crying? Yeah. And, uh, There's no crying in baseball. What's he, what's he doing? Even the alleged, the alleged defendant's uh, family as well. There's, there's been a lot of suffering. I wasn't expecting him to just cry. A lot of misunderstanding. Yeah, he's 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 giving the performance now. And uh, this might help him for the if there was a death penalty case because you know remorse and all that. Yes, yes, yes. I just want you to keep in mind. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Everything that will be uh, presented. Great super what a, chest. Totally what a big W on his chest. What's God said? <laughs> the power that you have. (laughs) I believe uh, that should escape your your knowledge. I think that's true. This is totally different than he was just acting before they they broke for lunch. This, right. is, this has been a long process for, for everybody.
got to tell us why you didn't do it. Tell us why you why you shouldn't go to jail. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Let us know. Yeah, start talking about how the prosecution's rigging it against you. What I believe is uh If he says this is very sad, but there's no plaintiff present. Your decision. All of you. <laughs> believed it and I pray that it's the right decision his opening statement's like the worst closing statement ever he's like when you go into that room and make your decision <laughs> like it's that like no you have to factors are open up with your defense yeah he's not giving anything himself. There's been a lot of words thrown out there about the alleged. A lot of speculation, a lot of ridicule. Words like demon. Words like monster. the time I've been before you, you've you seen me with this mask on. <laughs> I've had my reasons for that. But I feel now is the time to it's important that you see before who I am. No mask for who I am. This is the moment for that. He was was wearing his mask the whole time until his opening statement for this face reveal. (laughs) But actually, I think this is a good tactic, though, because it it humanizes you for that moment. Like, just like we saw, oh, my God, he's got his mask on. That your uh, your eyes and ears remain as open as possible. This is an opening statement for Kim Kardashian to take up the case. <laughs> I understand that you alone decide this case, this matter.
power is in your hands. All of you. To determine for yourselves <coughs> what truth is. Because he's insane. <laughs> exactly. He had a free lawyer and he dumped him. Also, he doesn't think he's representing himself. He's He thinks he's a third-party intervener on behalf of the alleged <laughs> defendant. And Is he crying now? He yeah. Just break down. There, writing materials available. All right. Thank you. Mr. Brooks, you ready to call your first, would be your second witness, actually. Wait, is that his opening statement? That's it? I think that's it. Is that a rule in Wisconsin when you sit down? That's your opening statement? That's It's over? That that was it. He didn't tell us why he was innocent. He didn't tell us he anything. Just, he just said it was tragic and I'm a person. And the alleged defendant somewhere is out here. Oh, that was sad. The, the the video that I was referring to where the guy defended himself, it's mm-hmm. an hour long of him <laughs> screaming the break. whole time. Um, I'll rise for the jury, please. <laughs> That's it? Oh, my God. Wow. So anticlimactic. You look at the prosecutor like, oh, we're about to send another one away. <laughs> this is a great case for the career. <laughs> Daryl Brooks' representative is so passionate. True. <laughs> so much passion. Oh, hold on. We got those spammers. They're about to get the ban. Ah, uh, yes. Sexy girls, right? That's what they say. Yeah. Um, if you're moderator, like I like take you see those, you could take care of them for me. But I'll, I'm a I'm a got get it. it. Like, not not yeah. you. I'm just saying if you're in the chat and you see that, like. All right. But materials that you were looking for. Let us know if there's something you need in that regard. I can't believe that was it, though. Attorney Apper, if you could. <laughs> Perhaps just confer with him over which witnesses were are which witnesses are here. I'll step off the bench while you do that, and if someone can just let me know, uh, I'll come back out in like between five and ten minutes, unless I'm told to come back out sooner. Oh yeah, like he he said he wasn't going to argue facts, so like there is no yeah he's not arguing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to argue facts. I'm just going to sit here and cry. Uh, no, the, they won't get sued if they, so if you get somebody out on appeal and then they go and commit another crime, that's not, that's not on your lawyers for appealing. Like that's That's never going to happen. The innocence project proved one of their like original innocence cases was, uh, was fake recently. I did a video on it. It was, it was kind of amazing. Like they have a play called, uh, innocence or something like that. And it's a, Mm -hmm. it's a movie. It's on Amazon. And one of those guys who has their story featured, uh, just got proven guilty of the crime that he was exonerated on in their attempt to exonerate him on a second murder. Oh. So, I, I mean, they did they, they did save his life, though. So he got convicted and sentenced to death for murdering a horse groom in Florida. And they found out after that conviction that there was a mysterious death of a horse groom in Jersey or New York, I forget. 
and mm-hmm. they never charged that. They just ruled it an accident, which was wild because the person was like stabbed and hung. Hmm. Like lazy cops. Yeah, and that's really out, wild. Yeah, they figured out he was there at, at both cases, so they ended up exhuming the body and they were able to prove that he killed her. So he gets exonerated, quote unquote, for the Florida one, which was a death penalty one. He goes to jail for 20 years in New York. They try to get him out of the New York one by proving he didn't do this other crime. So they DNA all the old stuff and they find out that, of course, he did do it. It was him. And then he has a bunch of history of assaulting and choking women that were horse grooms in other states. It's like this is a pattern of behavior. But you know what? That that's messed up because let's say the exoneration, right? They they'll usually exonerate, and then it's um it's without prejudice, so now the state can't even bring bring that case again. That's done. Yeah. For the, that's crazy, because that shows you that that woman that they got justice for someone, and that justice was denied. Wow. Uh, we crazy. got Mike. We got Mike Pierce in the cat. De- Devin did Mike. cover that. Um, Devin was uh pulling up the clips from the movie. I was putting in the clips from like the plays or versions of it I found on YouTube because I thought those were funnier. But yeah, he did he did cover that case as well. Ugh. Well, right now it's almost three o'clock. I have to actually go pick up my kids. You're here in New York, right? The three yeah. o'clock traffic. I hate this traffic. It is unbelievably bad now. So I don't know, dude. What do you think about the subway stuff that's going on? The subway, you, you know, there's more, you know, well, events in the subway now than like in the history of the subway system. Yeah. It's like it's insane. Well, you, you, you can't automatically release all of these people and expect different results. And like, you know, my fiance works in the city and I drive her, like I pick her up so that she doesn't have to ride the regular subway any more than useful. So like I go out of my way to wake up on like her schedule because it, it's a serious concern. Yeah. I do the same thing. I do the same thing with my wife. Yeah. My wife and kids, I, I just take them and I'm up at like six o'clock in the morning taking them because it just, it's, it's too crazy out there, especially like the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think it's, it's the problem is that we live in this New York has gotten too stupid. I call it stupid liberal. When it's, if, if you have someone who's out here assaulting people, you just don't it, like the bail, the whole bail reform thing. It's just turned the city into nonsense. And then it's, it's weird because a judge, the, the big issue here in New York is that a judge cannot assess a defendant's propensity for dangerousness when when they're when they're doing um when they're doing bail. So if this person's out there beating people up and all that stuff, a judge can can only do it based on the charge. So if the charge is this, no bail. Charge is this, no bail. But in every other state in the country, a judge can say, "Well, you're a threat to public safety, so we're going to yeah. hold you in because of that reason." In New York, you can't do that, and that's what's causing. That's why you see. I remember. Did you see the case where the guy was? He had five assaults in one day. And everyone they kept giving them bail on. It's like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That that that's not that's not reform. That's ridiculousness. You know well, what I like mean? Like bail reform to make sure poor people aren't being held because they're poor would be like lowering the bail amount. Like that's yes. why I started calling it what it is, which is guaranteed same day automatic release because that's yeah. what it's happening with these cases. And it doesn't matter how many cases you have. So you could get charged with assault after assault after assault day after day. And they, they have to release you because your previous history can't come into it. The crazy thing is, is in New York, even if you don't show up for court, that's not a bail eligible offense. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, and that, that's what bail is for. To show you, you show up to court. <laughs> you didn't show up to court. Ah, forget about it. What was this thing called bail? Let's just forget about it. But again, it, it's, it's until we get somebody who said, did you see the polls now? 
um, this guy has a real yeah. shot. He's, he's down by three. I was like, oh, my God. That's going to be interesting. I got contacted by public policy polling yesterday. So apparently oh, wow. when, that, when that comes out, I'll be in it. Um, <laughs> well, what do you think? You think Zelvin's got a shot? You saw, you saw they have even had the, the you know, little violence they had with him. Um, but it's, you think he's got a shot. I, I, I do think he has a shot. So I've been, I, I've been doing interviews and, and whatnot. And they always ask me about New York. All these like conservatives that moved to Texas always ask. And I'm like, listen, like a lot of blue states are soft on crime, but in New York and in New York City, people have to take the subway. They have to walk on the streets. So it's not as avoidable as going to the suburbs, which mm-hmm. is why New York's like for its history has had a lot of like outlier tough on crime legislation. Like, you know, the Rockefeller drug laws come from yep. New York. Mm-hmm. So I, I always thought that there would be some kind of backlash. And then when you see, uh, Slywa for mayor, get more votes um get more votes from hispanics and asians than michael bloomberg in any of his three elections who is a billionaire you're like this guy has no money and he dresses in a goofy red windbreaker and he's pulling in extra votes had they run a competent candidate he might have beat adams because people are sick of what's going on and by the way to be fair to adams it's not his fault because if you can't hold them at a state level like that's why crime is going up in something like 99 out of 100 counties in New York. Like yeah. because it this is like one of the few issues where it's not a local issue, it's a state level issue. Yeah, but that's why I think Hogel is really vulnerable because even with the whole Roe versus Wade thing, you know, most people are like, "Hey, we won't, you know, the legislature won't let allow that to happen and New York's never going to be a, you know, a, a a state like that." But when it comes to crime, New York is a very, very, very anti-crime place. And a lot of people don't remember, too. Remember when the the Biden drug laws that happened on the federal level? Most people don't realize it was the black pastors in Harlem um, from Abyssinian Baptist Church, um, Al Sharpton. All of them were actually begging for those drug laws to be passed to lock these people away. But but you'll never hear about that. You'll never hear about Al Sharpton begging the federal government to lock Uh, black people up. But that's true. That happened. The the one thing I respected from Biden is when he defended his position on the crime bill okay. again in the primaries. Yeah. All right. I did I did like you know that. You're gonna call first. We'll have that person ready. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Oh, let me get out of here you're, so I can go pick up my kids. Ah, I want to watch this so bad, but I will I will see you next time, brother. Ah, I'll still be watching. Yeah, I, I will come on one of your streams for sure. Like you you, 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 don't, you know you know I'm definitely gonna be invite you for all the time, but you you, you definitely don't owe it to me, bro. I'm, I'm just happy. To spend some time and happy to watch this train wreck because I can't, I can't look away. I've got to watch the train wreck, man. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming, Nate. Bye. All right, take care, bro. Bye, bye. Okay, why don't you tell the that was fun? That was really nice of him sure to just show right up right away. Room, He's got to pick up his kids. Respect. Uh, most likely. Yeah, he's showing his face. It's like a, it was like a thing. He went mask on for the whole prosecution thing, and now he's showing his human side. Okay. Most likely. Most likely. Do you want to give us two names and we'll have two people out there? Uh, I, I used to, I used to, smoothly, so to answer that question right quick. Let me mute this. To answer that question right quick, I used to like really be interested in the 9-11 conspiracy stuff. But as I've gotten older, I've kind of moved away from that. But I did, I, I watched all the documentaries and I've heard all the arguments. He's going to call witness. State of Wisconsin. <laughs> Bet money, guys. Sorry. <clears throat> That's okay. Apparently, this list is who's here, I'm guessing. That is, that's my understanding as well. 
Press one in the chat if you think he's going to call the state of Wisconsin as his first witness. Not yet. Okay. Is there someone you expected to be on the list that is not? Uh, kinda. <laughs> oh my god, it's just all ones. Do you want me to address it in any way? So you guys don't know, but StreamYards no, is like a delayed no. chat. So like not right now. When you guys all type something like that, it all comes in at one instance and it's just flooded. I see one right, well, two. Then I'm gonna instruct the jury to come out and then you can call your first witness. He should call Uncle Sam. Where's the plaintiff? I thought that was gonna be in his opening statement that there's no jurisdiction. Honestly, like his opening statement was so not crazy, but like weird that I actually felt a little sympathetic for him. Like I remember what he did, obviously, but it's like this guy should not be defending himself. And like this is, you know, like he's getting he's getting killed by the prosecutors. Which is what you expect when you defend yourself, which is why you don't defend yourself. I would like to call the SUV. He got all his legal analysis from Law and Order SVU. All right. Here we go. No, no, he tried to subpoena the state of Wisconsin. He didn't call it to the stand. Oh, somebody's asking if I heard what Ethan said of Ryan Mathley. I did hear about what he said about Shapiro. I'm gonna make videos about stuff. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm not a streamer. All of a sudden. Thank you, everyone. Please be seated. Or you may call your first witness. Actually, your second witness. Get ready. Uh, the defense would like to call the plaintiff state of Wisconsin. Oh! I can't believe Nate missed that. Object. The objection is noted. It is sustained. Call your next witness, please. Reason for the sustain? Not relevant. And you haven't named a person to go along with it. Uh -oh. The subpoena was accepted, right? I'll take the issue up outside the presence of the jury if necessary. Call your next witness, please. Well, I would like to make a oral tenus motion to dismiss for failure to appear by the plaintiff and for failure to state a claim from which relief can be granted. I will take that up outside the presence of the jury. Next witness, please. So is the state not present? Mr. Brooks, I'm <laughs> Here not going to any further. While the jury's present, I'll take that up outside their presence. Call your next witness, please. <laughs> NKFD, I will explain this after, but like we uh, got to hear him argue. Nicholas Kirby. All right. Nicholas Kirby. Oh, he called the witness. Okay. This is in the hallway. Do we know? I don't so real quick, over, for those Honor. of you who don't right, understand, be um, just a moment or two while we so, wait for that witness to come into the courtroom. He he. So he obsesses about the right to face your accuser, and technically, on the paperwork, it says the state of Wisconsin versus him. 
So he's demanding that the physical person that is the state of Wisconsin show up because that is who is accusing him because he thinks that means the trial is illegitimate. So like that, that is, that is the issue. It is nonsensical. If you think it is, if, if you're like, I don't understand it, it's because it doesn't make any sense. And he's been doing it the whole trial. So like the fact that his first witness is the state of Wisconsin surprises no one who's been watching this trial. I hope the judge is up for retirement this year. Yeah. I call grounds to the stand. <laughs> what grounds? I mean, so he, look, there is an entertainment element of the trial because this guy is like so off the wall, but this is the man who drove into the Christmas parade in Wisconsin, like and killed six people and injured over a hundred others, something like that. So it's like, it's very, please make your way to the, it's very unsettling that this crazy person is doing that. Raise your right hand and my clerk Teresa do you solemnly swear that the testimony you're about to give shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yes, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Please have a seat. The first thing I will ask you to do is to state your first and last names for the record, and then to spell each. Go ahead. All right. Um, first name, Nicholas. Last name, Kirby. N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S. K-I-R-B-Y. Okay, so I'm going to lower my microphone volume because you guys are saying that this is lo- too loud. So you guys just bring up the the volume overall, and hopefully this lines up so you could hear this better. Uh, what do you do for a living? Mostly temp work. Um, do you recall... The events of November 21st of 2021. All too well. And what were you doing that day? I think he's just dumb, not a psychopath. What time of the day? Uh, Around (laughs) 3 o'clock-ish. 3 o'clock-ish. Around 3 o'clock-ish, I was walking with Corey around Waukesha. Earlier, well, yeah. And, uh... Made reference to walking with Corey. Who who is Corey? Corey is a friend of Miss Patterson's. Does Corey know the state of Wisconsin? It's also a friend of yours. Mutual friend, yes. In reference to Corey, yes. And what were you doing? Walking around Waukesha. She was waiting for Miss Patterson to get done meeting with Mister Brooks. You. At three o'clock, around three o'clock ish. Around that time, I had I had advised her not to go meet with Mr. Brooks. Uh, you made reference to uh, Mr. Brooks. Uh, who is that? Who's that? <laughs> and why would you say it would be you? That's you. <laughs> because that's your name. <laughs> And you were privy to that information at the time? I was privy to the information about you about a week prior to this incident. About a week prior. Is you psychic? And 
during your walking around, uh, what were you doing with Corey? Walking, like literally walking. <laughs> we went from one store to walking around downtown after Erica told us she was going to be going to meet with Mr. Brooks. That would be you. I had advised her not to do it because it was a bad idea. Who is you? Here for her safety. Does Corey know? Reference to going from one store to another. What stores are you referencing? Dollar General and Speedway. Is you anywhere else? No. Did you ever go to a park? No. In your whole life? Please say in your whole life. You made reference to knowing about a Brooks a week prior to these events you said? I didn't I didn't know everything about him. Miss Patterson had showed me his rap sheet, if you will, and a picture of him, and that was about it. I had heard prior from... I'm going to stop the witness unless you wanted to go there, not to discuss what may or may not be uh, conduct of Mr. Brooks prior to November 21 of 2021. Listen, he's representing himself, so it's probably not going to create an appeal issue. Like, he's been informed and all that. And, like, you have to let people represent themselves if they want to. So what he's accused of... You made reference to a picture you you were shown? Just a photograph with a rap sheet behind it. And at some point, did you and your mutual friend, Corey, meet up with Miss Patterson? Yes. Do you recall where that where, where that was? Corey and I were in the uh, Dollar General area of Waukesha, which is between East and Broadway Street. We were walking towards or away from Dollar General towards where Erica had said that she was being assaulted and attacked. And do you recall where that area was? Yes. Where was that area? On White Rock Avenue. Right across from White Rock Elementary, in front of the red apartments across from that area. Uh, red apartments? Yes. Do you know what those apartments are called? I do not know the name. I'm guessing they're called White Rock Apartments. Ooh, guessing. Uh, his witnesses hate him because imagine being subpoenaed by you know this there's guy. there's a park in that immediate vicinity? There is a park there named Frank Park, yes. <laughs> Did you ever go to Frame Park? No. We were in that area near the park where the elementary school is and the apartments are. About what time did you and your mutual friend, Corey, True. meet up with Miss Patterson? Miss Patterson called me and said that she was... About what time was the question? About what time? Yeah, bro, what time? The witness answered this question specifically. What time? Um, honestly, around whenever, what time the parade started, would, Ooh, whoa. I would have to say like dusk. I honestly don't, I don't wear a watch. So, 
Sorry, I don't remember the time. But if I had to put it at a time, I'd probably say about 4.35-ish. Brooks is destroying him right now. Imagine he goes into super lawyer mode right now. He's like, at 4.35, that would be nighttime because it was Just December. Back up a little bit. Around what time did you and your mutual friend Corey first hook up that day? I had worked that whole day, so we didn't meet up until I was done working, which was probably about 2.33 o'clock. Bro, like, hold your paper up so you're not bending over and looking at the paper. Or get him some glasses. And at some point, you received a phone call from Ms. Patterson? Yes. You yourself? Yes. <laughs> and then at that point, what did you do? When she told me that she was in trouble and she needed help, I went to her aid. <laughs> he wants to find out if his girl was cheating on him. He could be like, she was cheated, and that's why I beat her. <laughs> Have you met the state of Wisconsin? And when you got there, what did you see? When I got there, well, halfway towards White Rock Elementary, I stopped a police officer at a barricade, and I let him know that a woman was being assaulted in a vehicle. Why you snitch? Recall, um, giving a description of who may have been assaulting your friend? No. Why not? Because <laughs> at that point in time, the description didn't matter. I had the identity of the vehicle. So I told them you need to be looking for a red SUV with a woman screaming out of it. And how did you come into the knowledge of the description of the vehicle? Because I saw the vehicle. <laughs> At what point did you see the vehicle? When Corey and I were walking up White Rock, White Rock Avenue on the apartment building side of White Rock, which would have been my right if you were walking towards the train tracks that crossed White Rock. On my left was White Rock Elementary. I walked past the red vehicle, didn't realize that she was in that vehicle, then Corey and I crossed the street to White Rock Elementary and started walking down the sidewalk. And I heard her scream, Miss Patterson scream. I don't remember exactly what she said, but she screamed and I knew it was her. So I walked back across the street and escorted her across the street over to White Rock Elementary. Why would you hide her in elementary school? She was an adult. I don't think that's what I I'm Oh, my God. Don't laugh, you idiot. You're on trial for six murders. Let's back up a little bit because that, that doesn't make sense. Um, oh, yeah, he did get released early on. Uh, I remember that. description of the vehicle. Would that be fair to say? Yes. The question was, how did you... How did you learn of the description of the vehicle at that point. Ms. Patterson told me over the phone that she was in a red SUV. There aren't many red SUVs with young women screaming for help in Waukesha. How do you know that? I mean, to be fair, he did just change his story. He said he saw it first. Now he's saying he heard it so over I'm the phone. 
So I'm assuming because you made reference to uh, stopping law enforcement before arriving to the scene. Would that be fair to say? Yes. So I'm assuming somewhere in the time of you stopping the law enforcement officer to report what you were being told and then actually walking past the vehicle as you said you did and then hearing this and all this, did you give a full report to law enforcement? At the time when someone was in help and needed help immediately, absolutely not. I said, there's a woman being attacked in a red SUV. You need to call for a backup now. And then you just ran. And then I ran towards the person that needed help. Is you the flash? (laughs) You ran to help someone. Any time to give, uh, give a more detailed report that evening? No, not that evening. Did you speak with any more law enforcement that evening? Yes. Do you recall whom that was? I do not recall the officer's name that showed up in the SUV coming down White Rock in the police squad SUV. I don't even know the name of the officers that turned into frame chart um, and went to the boat launch instead of where Miss Patterson and myself and Corey were. I did speak to an officer. How would you, how did you come into the knowledge of where officers turned and and went? Because me, Erica, and Corey were arguing with Mr. Brooks on the side of the road of White Rock, right in front of White, right in front of White And the officer that, that, that I had stopped at the barricade when we were coming to Ms. Patterson's aid had radioed for backup and obviously giving them a description of the vehicle, the vehicle that I had described to them, the red SUV. That backup came. He, he is changing his story, man. Brooks got him. Go to where we were on White Rock. Any idea why they went to Frank Park if you specifically told them a description of a vehicle and where it was located? I did not tell them where the vehicle was located because at first incident, Mr. Brooks had taken off in his SUV. So, so for those of you who are saying why he's being hostile to his own witness, remember he's subpoenaing this guy. This is not his friend. Like, like he's compelling these people to testify or they're witnesses for the prosecution that he's now like that were brought up in relation to the prosecution's case that he's bringing up to ask questions. So, you know, and by the way, if you guys aren't familiar, they're now talking about the domestic violence before what this case is about. Yeah. I know you're saying it's his witness, but he, it's not like he's his friend. He subpoenaed this guy. In the police report. And, is it fair to say that the the officer that took your report was writing down what you told him? You mean the officer that I alerted about the trouble in the SUV? Well, let me back up. On the next day, the 22nd of November of 2021, 
did you speak with a detective at that time? Yes, I did. And during that interview, were they writing down what you were saying? I believe so, yes, but I leave I believe it may also have been recorded on tape, I'm not sure. It, it has nothing. If you're wondering what this has to do, it's nothing. And do you yourself recall stating to the detective that your friend, Ms. Patterson, was being assaulted somewhere near the area of White Rock School? Our first objection. Overruled. He may answer. I'll just caution. Mr. Boom! Brooks won the objection. Since it's his witness, but this particular question you can answer. Uh, yes, I mentioned that I had received a phone call from Ms. Patterson and that she was being assaulted while in a vehicle. At any time, did you identify uh, White Rock School? I identified the street, which is named White Rock, the apartment buildings and the school as well, and as well as Frame Park. Do you think it's coincidence? Did identify Frame Park. I identified the entire ge- geographical area. Do you think it's coincidence it's called White Rock and you racist? <laughs> this follow-up question it would be amazing if he asked it please for the love of god ask this question now what does this guy saying the elementary school have to do with anything it is wild remember this is the and domestic at some point you said you heard your friend miss patterson screaming yes And do you recall what she was screaming? Uh, I said, do he recall? Um, ask from the question. He's asking, did he hear? So you may answer. I do not. Yes, she screamed. Do I remember what she was trying to say? No, I'm guessing it would be help. I'm in trouble. I would assume that that's what a person would scream when they're in trouble is mm, for help. Sounds fake. Do he know what he heard? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, the problem is there's no follow-ups. Like, Do there's we still have the uh, exhibit with the footage from the White Rock School available? The security footage? The security footage, I'm sorry. You do. In this case, you're willing to pull that out. There's, there, there's no connection between his questions, if you if you notice, and the case at hand, but even then, he drops lines of inquiry. Which exhibit he would like us to publish? There's three and four. Door one and door two is what I have. I'm sorry, you say Exhibits um, three and four have been received 
One is of the White Rock Door 1, the other is White Rock Door 2. I believe those are the videos you're referring to. Uh, let's try Door 2. Let's try Door 2. Come on, man. Let's just put it up for the witness initially, make sure it's the one Mr. Brooks wants. I appreciate the state with their assistance. Uh, can you see that on your monitor, Mr. Brooks? Is this the one yeah, you're looking at? Yeah, I can see. I believe there's two clips from this, but um, go ahead. Enjoy the ride, my dear. Oh, add. Hold on. Let me kill that. Not only was that an ad, but that was an ad with the song. That would have killed the whole stream right there. Can you? This this one is roughly seven minutes, so I, I would need a little bit of it played, if possible. It's been um, received, so go ahead. It'll be published, so everyone can. How, how do you well, run those? Before it's published, can show it to the uh, witness. That's fine. We'll just play for the witness then. I'm sorry. I should have said that before. It's playing, so we'll let it go. Let us know if there's a point where you want it stopped. Okay. Yo, you pay for YouTube Premium. I didn't even know you could insert ads into streams like that, like like it's Twitch. I'm not sure if this is the video you're looking for, though. It might be. I think it might be door one. No. Exhibit three. No. Maybe not. Let's watch. I could be wrong. I was kind of thinking that too. Take a look. <laughs> I like how you're like. Statements what, right now, or any kind of evidence. Just, uh, we're just okay. trying to get to the right spot. Um, can you pause right now at one hundred five? One hundred five. Can you can you back it up a few seconds? Not not two or three, but maybe five seconds, six seconds, maybe. <laughs> can you go to one hundred five, but then back it, it up a, five seconds? It is on the witness stand, by the way. Just so you're aware. Okay. He's watching it. Uh, can you play from here? Can you go back 5.24 seconds? I don't think it's playing. Love the comments, guys. It's, it's playing. Oh, okay. Can we see this? Pause right there. There. From what you can see in this video, do you see anyone get in or out of the vehicle that you, that you see on your screen? Chris Patterson... It's just exited the vehicle. Just for the record, the video was played. It's exhibit four from 56 seconds to a minute 21. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't hear I didn't hear the, the answer. Miss Patterson was the one that exited the red SUV. You saw someone exit. Yes. Can you wind it back? To what? Again. Uh Do to, you want it back to 56 seconds? No, to to 105, where it was paused the first time. 
So it was already adjudicated that he's fit enough for trial, so now he can defend himself. When that was settled, this was settled. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, thank, thank you, uh, Tall Skinny. I w- I'll get you two premium. I almost never stream, guys. But the mid rolls are getting obnoxious. I, I agree. Pause. Pause again at 121. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you see anyone from, in the video that you're being shown now, from about the one minute and five second mark to where it's paused right now at one minute and 21 seconds? Did you observe anyone get in or out of the vehicle? I'm going to take back what I said earlier. Apparently, according to this video, she did not exit your Oh, caught her in a lie! The white rock sign. That's why I did not see her. Did you see anyone get into the vehicle? Later on within the incident, on, yes. On the video that you, you are able to view right now from the one minute and five second mark to the one minute and 21 second mark. Did you observe anyone get into the vehicle? No. Boom. <laughs> Got him. Darrell Brooks shutting down the case. Uh, publish for the jury. Publish for the jury. Want to replay again? Yes. Again, publish it twice. We'll start at the closest to the minute mark as possible. Take it that one and defend it with like it started. Uh, around the 105, around that area. I think he just beat the case. I know we have to wait for the jury, right? Okay. And then you want it to the minute 21 mark again? Yes, if if I may. Go ahead. Oh. Okay, so there's the red, the alleged red SUV. How irrelevant will this video clip be, guys? And at that time, were you already in in route to where you believe your friend was being assaulted at? Objection calls for speculation. This defendant has not even put this witness at this location at this time. He's just having him testify about what he's seeing in video. I understand that. It's the same. Please establish uh, some foundation for this witness being present. Was you there? At that location. Or were you more information about the incident? Was were you, you present th- at, at this time? We were on White Rock Avenue, but we were not in the general location of the school as of yet. As of that point in time. So to your recollection, you didn't see Anything that you're seeing right now or on this video, you did not see the, the day of the incident? No, I definitely saw Miss Patterson in a red SUV that day. Did you see? At this specific time, no. Because I was down the road on White Rock talking to an officer who was manning the intersection of Hartwell and White Rock. And Why not? At that time. Why not Black Rock? Can we play a little bit more? <laughs> Let's play a little more video. Objection as to relevance. If he wants to direct 
the video to a certain time that if you would like to ask this witness about that particular time that the witness saw that, that's fine. But you can't go through each video and say, and ask general questions. Uh, yeah, well, who says he can't? What, where'd you go to law school? I'm going to give Mr. Brooks some leeway on this. The video is to be played. Yo, from he, this moment, and then the, Mr. Brooks tells when you want it to stop. Okay. What, uh, what Nate, Nate left to pick up his kids. He was on earlier. Just play the video, and you can ask your question. All right. Go ahead. Can you pause it right there? <laughs> Why right By what you are viewing in this video right now, had you and your mutual friend Corey linked up with Miss Patterson at that point? At this point in time in the video, given from what I've just seen, that was when Erica was on the phone trying to get a hold of me. We were already on White Rock at that point in time. We were not near the school at that point in time, though. So that was when you would, to your recollection, that's when you would say the phone call to you was made? One of the phone calls, yes. She made multiple phone calls to me, I think probably about six. I had been having issues with I, I agree, backbencher. been turned on and off multiple times. The final time that it was turned on was when I picked up her phone call. And she said, I need help. I'm in trouble. Come help me. I'm being assaulted. You just That's made when I left. You just made reference to that point in the vehicle being I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so drained. That point in the video. <laughs> I'm so drained. Was when you <laughs> You made reference to that point in the video being when you received the phone call. Yes. A phone call out of a, multiple from her. That's fair. A phone call. Um, would it be fair to say, though, would it be fair to say that, and this is in reference to you saying that you were having issues with your phone that day, would it be fair to say that you're not sure? I'm not joining law to. Oh, wait, that's the wrong question. That day or who they were from? I only received 51 phone calls on my phone that day. That I actually do know. Six of which belong to her. And all around the same time? All around the time. She didn't, obviously didn't want to get off the phone because no one calls me six times in a row unless they need some help. Ooh. Can we... Continue to play from one thirty-eight. Go ahead. This witness is hostile. I was going to say I'm not joining LawTube. I just, I just wanted to watch his Are opening statement. Then Nate came in. Do you see in this video uh, your friend Miss Patterson walking back in the direction that she had just? come from I see her on the phone talking to someone which I assume would be me telling me Mr. where Kirby, she I'm just gonna 
I need you to answer the specific question. That's yeah. The moment. Okay. Answer the question, hostile witness. Yes, I see her on White Rock on the phone, walking back in the direction she was originally. Again, Your Honor, I'm going to object to this line of questioning unless the defendant can put this witness there. I don't know what the relevance of this testimony is. It's foundational. The exhibit has been received. It's been published previously. Absolutely. So I'm going to give Mr. Brooks some leeway here. Um, overruled. At, I would like you to get to where you um, need to go, though. That was the next question. At, the, at this point in in the video, had you yet come into a range where you can, you and your mutual friend Corey, had you yet come into a range where you can see Miss Patterson at that point? Corey was the one that spotted her first. Could you yourself see her at that point? I heard her scream. That's what, that's what caught my attention. Did you and see her scream? That scream being heard from inside the vehicle, would that be fair to say? Yes, because that's where she was when she called me. And I was still on the phone with her while going down White Rock Avenue. Even while I was talking to the officer, I said, I'm on the phone with her right now. I'm trying to figure out where she is. Can you please call for backup? So mm-hmm. we continued down White Rock. To look for Miss Patterson. Why you need backup? I'm one man. Would it be fair to say not joining Wattube? In the phone call you received, she told you where she was at, and that's the area that you were generally responding to with your uh, mutual friend Corey. Miss Patterson doesn't know Waukesha. I knew the area she was talking about because I live in that area. Would it be fair to say that you just? testify to when you had the interaction with law enforcement that you stated you're on the phone with her right now trying to figure out where she was. So would it be fair to say at that point you didn't know where she was? I knew that she was on White Rock. I didn't know exactly where or how or how far down on White Rock she was at that point in time. At that specific time I did not know. It wasn't until I seen a red SUV parked in front of the apartment buildings on White Rock that I figured that might be the one that she was in. Uh, objection. Story, he my, her across the road. Objection. My foot was on the brake. I wasn't in park. At the one minute and 47 second mark of this video. It, it's a little hard to see houses and things of the like. Can you point out in what area the red apartment you're referring to might might be? It's a touch screen. Yeah. yeah, you could draw on it. Up, uh, up. Uh. You can make an arrow point in the direction that's helpful. <laughs> draw a penis. Sorry. Oh, why do you make the? Why is he filling it in? What a psychopath! This is the entrance. This is the entrance to White Rock Elementary, across the street and up, maybe. 20, 30 feet, there's an intersection leading from an apartment building to the White Rock campus. That would be up here in this general corner right here. This whole area. That looks like a street, sir. Would it be fair to say that from where we're paused at in the video, we can't tell if there's any 
vehicle parts in that general area. Oh my god. You literally just played the video where the vehicle just turned around. Question. Yeah, answer the question, scumbag. No, you cannot see it from this angle. How do you know it was there? Just clear the uh, yeah. arrow. Thank you. Would it be fair to say that when the video is paused now, that Miss Patterson is not, or who you identified as Miss Patterson is not inside of a vehicle? She is not inside of a vehicle in this video, no. Can we play it from 1 minute and 47 seconds? Go ahead. Oh my god, the triangle <laughs> offense. The car does drive by, but he was saying he was asking if you could see it in the video, which you can't see the red SUV in the video. What this has to do with with the actual case, who knows? <laughs> yes, he's trying to do Jedi mind tricks, but Sith Lord mind tricks. He's a bad guy. Lost here. At this point, had you uh, come into a range where you can see Miss Patterson at that point? No. How would he know? The record video is paused at 2.13. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, it's all right. 2.13. Keep going. And you made reference to uh, your friend Corey spotting her first. Yeah. Is that correct? <laughs> Corey had said that she thought she had seen her across the street. We looked and... Objection hearsay. And then we crossed the street back over. Then we crossed again for a final time. That was until later when the incident with Mr. Brooks took part. Took part took place. Uh, Mods, if you can point, kill that link, I'd appreciate with it. Your, uh, friend Corey Just ban that person. She alerted you to spotting Miss Patterson at that point. She said she's over here. She must be out of his car now or something. She said something along the lines of that. So we went across the street and there was Miss Patterson hobbling down the street with a boot on her leg. You made reference to your friend Corey saying she must be out of his car now. Did Do you know as you were walking with your friend Corey, do you know if she observed Miss Patterson being in a vehicle at that point? She was with me when the phone call came. So I assume that when someone tells me that they're in a vehicle, then they are in a vehicle. That does not mean that they would be in a vehicle by the time I got there. I was on foot. Have you ever heard? I was running. Have you ever heard that assumptions make an ass of you and me? Can you play it from 2 to 13? Hard to see that. <laughs> or Vin Diesel from that movie where he defends himself, or uh, you know the Joe Pesci lawyer movie. Pause right there. Is that four oh nine? Yes, four oh nine. That's a cleaner. Oh. I'm cleaning up this case. <laughs> Would it be fair to say we see some individuals walking right here? Are you <laughs> able to see that in the video? Thank yeah. you for circling that, Darrell. At that time, had you come close enough to the scene where you can observe any individuals in that area? I don't remember the people that were in that area. I was only focused on the one 
And that was the one in danger. Could you so, know, could you at that point observe Miss Patterson? From my stand, from my point on the street, from where I was? At that time, yeah, where it's, where it's paused at now. During a parade, no. Can, can we clear the uh, circle? <clears throat> Thank you. Um, we observed at some point Miss Patterson crossing over to the opposite side of the road. Yes. Did you Did you see that? Yes. Any I was idea? on the phone with her at that point. Could you observe from coming down White Rock? Can you ob- observe that from where you were at that time? I was at the intersection <laughs> of White Rock and Hartwell when she said that she was by some red apartment buildings. Could you see her from that position? No, not from that far down. Can we play from four four on? Go ahead. G- guys, you keep asking what the point is. Like you really don't understand. There is no point. He's talking about the domestic violence before right the driving, not the actual case. Uh, 418, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You see the two individuals here? Yep. You yes. Know who those individuals are? That's me and Ms. Corey. So at 409 to 418, you were able to come into view of Ms. Patterson at that point? No. I wasn't. I was on my phone trying to call her back to find out where she was. <clears throat> Can we clear this circle? Thank you. You guys are asking why. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It, that's why you're confused. So at, the, so at this point right here with the videos paused, 418, you weren't able to observe Ms. Patterson on White Rock Avenue at that point? I <laughs> Huh? Overruled the witness may answer. I was not looking ahead of me, as you can tell in the video. I was looking at my phone trying to call Miss Patterson back because she was not answering her phone. That scared me. So I told Corey to keep an eye out looking and look for her as I tried to keep calling her. When I looked up and we got past the White Rock Elementary School sign, that was when I seen her. Would it be fair to say that judging from the video, the White Rock are you referring? Let me back up. Are you referring to the sign right here that says White Rock Campus? I'm referring to where the end of the school building itself meets the driveway or the road that's that's there. There's oh, a turnoff road. I apologize. Can you take that X from next to the White Rock Campus sign? So, any current lawyer would not so want his domestic violence exactly brought up in his murder char- trial. Which you're referring to? Where that intersection is, where I just drew that little X, that intersection cuts across from the other side of White Rock to the other side and leads to the <laughs> uh, leads to a road, but also there's the frame park area there, and I believe there's a boat launch there somewhere. I don't know. And at that point, you were able to observe Miss Patterson. I observed her walking when Corey was, had told me that she had seen her. And so we grabbed her and started to leave to turn around. At that point in time, an officer was coming to Frame Park because of the report that I had given. So you 
observed Miss Patterson walking and not inside of a vehicle. At that point in time, no. No, as in, as in she was not in the vehicle at that point in time when we came, when we finally came upon her. So when, so when, if at any time did you observe Miss Patterson inside of a vehicle? When she was going back into his vehicle to get her things or whatever it was that she was trying to pull out of his car, her phone or something or whatever. Can we play the video from 418? Yes, he is defending himself. So, again, like, he's disputing... Oh, Can we clear the uh, X? He's disputing the domestic violence right now instead of the murder charges. But what's actually happening is he's reminding the jury that he's also a domestic abuser. So they definitely convict him. Like what they're arguing about, if you're like, it doesn't make any sense. Yes, it doesn't make any sense. It's nonsensical. Pause right here. Is it fair to say from it stopped at four minutes and 38 seconds? Is it fair to say from the video that this video is seven minutes right there are crossing the road? Yes. And do you know the identity of those two people? That's me and Miss Corey. Would it be fair to say that at that time you observed Miss Patterson? That was when I first noticed the red Jeep or red SUV, whatever you want to call it, across the street. We had zigzagged up White Rock, going between the side, going from one side to another, looking for Erica. When we ended up on this side, the red SUV was parked in front of the apartment buildings. There was a tree here, and Miss Erica came from the passenger side of the vehicle around the back. That's when I heard her yell something. That's when I went over. You made reference to Miss Patterson coming from around the vehicle. True. From the passenger side. So I had assumed that she had just gotten out of the vehicle. Do you know that for sure? If I didn't see her earlier when I was on White Rock or a vehicle <laughs> earlier on White Rock, how could I know? Did you see her in, in the vehicle at that time? I see her come from around the vehicle. I am not actually sure if she was in the vehicle. Boom! Nailed it. She said over the phone. Okay. So my assumption is that she was in a vehicle. Next question. Checkmate, not guilty on all counts. If it pleases, if it pleases your honor, do we have a, a, a better view of this of this point in particular? I don't know. Maybe Can, on uh, exhibit three, might be a, a better view of this. You have particular a specific, he, he wants uh, the video synced up. To, then I will have them do that. But can we can we view uh, exhibit three? Do you have a specific spot to direct the state to on exhibit three? I'm, I'm not sure. It, it's been I don't know how long since we viewed that exhibit. I don't know how long it is. He wants a synchronized version of the two clips. And somebody put that he had three kids. Let's be clear. 
He, I'm sorry, two kids. Let's be clear. He has three kids with three different women, minimum, that we know about. I can't believe this has gone on for so long. His opening statement was like 10 minutes, and this is like – well, his opening statement was like 15 minutes, but maybe three minutes of him actually talking. He goes in and out of respectful and disrespectful. Oh, my God. I'm just reviewing my notes. If there's a specific spot that you recall, I might be able to direct the state to that. This point. A little more information. Okay. I think that's why I was uh, stating about the the length of the video. I'm pretty sure I would know the exact spot. don't know how long that video is. It's towards the end of it. I know that for sure. Like he was screaming at the judge for allowing his rap video to be introduced earlier in the trial. And he was like pretending like he had never seen this rap video. And that's the one where he's rapping with the SUV in the video with him. Can you ask your next question? I'm, you need to be able to tell the state with more specificity which part of which exhibit and at what point. Well, I know the exhibit, I just, the exhibit would be three and the spot judging on the length of the exhibit would be towards the end of the exhibit. And you're sure it's exhibit three? Um, that would be four. that would be uh, White Rock Door One, correct? That's my understanding. Then okay, that's so what I asserted. Yes. All right, turn that off. Just I'm going to just ask the state to just pre- I'll preview to the parties. We'll see if we can find it quickly <coughs> on Exhibit Three. They actually already played his rap video yes. silently in court today, and so that's why he was yelling at the judge. Looks like it's four. Yeah, about four fourteen, a little, minutes. a little over four minutes. Um, so I'm, <coughs> I would say, around about the maybe if he bores a juror to death, mark. he can get a mistrial. If that helps. Well, we're going to just show it to you in the state, and if it helps you, then you can ask this witness a question about it. Otherwise, we're going to move on. By what authority are you going to move on from my primary defense? I would say take it back to about 315. This is the footage, though, you're looking yes, for? Yes, this, this is the footage, yes. Is that where you want to start? Actually, let's go three minutes exactly. You know, he, you know, it's funny. She good. she asked for a specific time. He gave right, one, and then he's like, been received. He's like, back up, back up, back up, back up. And then ask your questions. But That's before it's played, um, don't hit that. Sorry. Wait for the jury. Go ahead. Tell me what you want to do. That was a mistake on our part. 
just uh, you in front sure? of you and the witness at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's fine right now. Um, well, I don't want to have to play it twice for the jury. So if you're oh. going to question him, let's show it. It's already been admitted. So should should it just publish now? Why don't or we just... publish it from this point, play it, and you can ask the witness questions regarding it, okay? Okay. All right, so it's at three minutes. Play about a minute and 14 seconds to get from this point. To the I point. can't believe 1,100 so people are watching this right yes, now. We'll you guys are wild. Jury can let me know when it's on the monitors in the jury box. That may take a little longer. My, my plan wasn't to watch this witness, but... And honestly, if this keeps going, I'm not going to watch Do this you, whole witness. Uh, right now, it's paused at three minutes. Uh, this, does looking at this video right now uh, bring any re- recollection of that day back to you? Yeah. And using the touch screen, can you identify, if you see yourself in this video, can you identify where you are? I'm right here. And... Can you identify who the other person is that's shown on the exhibit? That's Miss Corey. Okay, where's this going? Play from right Let's there. Let's clear that first, and then. Play. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, before before we play, could you see uh, from right there where you are? Can you see Miss Patterson, where her position is at that point? No. Can we play it from right there? Go ahead. Objection. Relevancy. Can we pause? Um, it's fair to say that we can see you and Miss Corey running towards the area of the vehicle that just stopped. Is yes. that fair to say? Yes. Oh, he provoked and it. Where was Miss Patterson at this time, if you recall? At that point in time, she had met up with Corey. Corey had gotten had walked ahead of me, and her and I were looking for her. I didn't see her right away. Corey did, and she said she just told me she's in a red card. So that's what we were looking for. At that time, was Miss Patterson inside of the vehicle? I do not recall. But what I do recall is the owner of the vehicle getting out of the vehicle, and that became my primary concern. Yeah, shut up, bro. First of all, Brooks isn't the registered owner, so that's wrong. His mom is the registered owner. Checkmate, idiot. We observed the two, you you and Miss Corey, running towards the area of the vehicle. Why so? Why such the urgency? <laughs> Miss Patterson is a mutual friend of ours. She said she was in trouble. I don't play around when people are in trouble. Can we play it from... It's paused at three minutes and eight seconds. Can we play a little bit of it from here? Go ahead. Pause right here. He said that with such authority. Can you see Miss Patterson? Uh, it's paused at three minutes and 11 seconds. Do you see Miss Patterson in, it, in this video? Let's yes. pause that right now. Yes. Is she inside the vehicle? 
No, she is not. Had you seen her before that? Corey had spotted her, not me before that. She did. Objection okay, hearsay. That you're, that you're also in the area at I that am time, correct? Not in this general frame, no. I'm not, not, the, not, the, not the video. True backbencher. Present on the scene. That oh, yeah. To say? Yes. And what happened at this point? If I recall. At this point, there was a physical altercation between Mr. Brooks and Miss Corey and Miss Erica. I was more worried about Miss Patterson being hurt, so I went for her to get her out of the way. I stepped between them as best I could, and I told Mr. Brooks he needs to leave. He needs to get out of here. Does not belong out here. Oh, racist. Do you recall uh, if there was a knife involved at that time? No. That is a miscommunication. Now I will clarify that. The Monday. Hold on, there's not a question. Yeah, shut up, bro. Ask the questions. I appreciate that, but let just answer the questions that are asked at this point. Yeah, yeah, shut up, bro. He told them he doesn't belong here, so he drove away <laughs> upset about the racism that was inflicted on Did him you by at this any white point man. During this, uh... Case closed. Did you at any point during this altercation, did you observe Miss Patterson get back into the vehicle at that point? I observed her reaching into the vehicle for something. I don't know if she was grabbing a purse or something or whatnot. She I, she was grabbing something of her personal property out of the vehicle did you observe while her? this was going on. Who is coughing on the camera? No. Can we play it for him? Three minutes and 11 seconds, please. Go ahead. <coughs> oh, they are shoving each other. Pause right there. Did you see yourself come into the frame in this vehicle? Yes. In this vehicle, in this video. Would that be you there? Yes. It would be fair to say that you had uh, some type of jacket on, a, a black jacket. At one that, point, that yes. What happened to your jacket at that point? That jacket hit the ground as soon as Mr. Brooks started going for the two women. So you you threw the jacket off? Mm-hmm. Was it a yes? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. And... What was your reason for throwing your jacket off? Well, if the court don't hate me for it, um, I'm just going to say it's a good thing that there were two women in my way at that point in time. Oh, my God. Trying to go all macho? And what do you mean by that? That means when my jacket comes off, trouble's going to happen. Oh, throwing it down. Assault a woman in front of me. So that that gesture was an aggressive gesture. Oh, that was a completely <clears throat> focused gesture. Well, you did make reference to. Let me back up. Would it be fair to say that you just made reference to trouble following you throwing off your jacket? No, not trouble following me. Well, maybe that's the wrong way to put it. But I'm there confused by trouble. your question. 
Excuse me. Can you rephrase your question? Oh, I, I, I will. I'm sorry about that. You made reference to there being trouble when your jacket comes off. Is oh my god. Simple? Yes. Would it be fair to say that that would be, or that could be, perceived as an uh, aggressive gesture? You mean as an Sustained us to the form of the question. If you recall, who gave the report that there was a knife involved? That was not put into a report. That was a miscommunication between me and an officer. I had been knifed earlier that week and had 12 stitches in one hand. Why did you miscommunicatify that issue? I have a friend being assaulted and I need backup here. So when the police stopped and asked if there was a knife, I said, no, there was never any knife. I didn't have a knife. Ms. Patterson, Ms. Corey didn't have a knife. You didn't have a knife. Objection. Let me see your hand. See the report that was taken by law enforcement from you. From you. Well, I'm the one. You mean you're talking about when I was on White Rock going to Miss Patterson? No, no, no. Um, the the day of November twenty twenty. The no. The day of November twenty. November 22nd, 2021. Is he asking about his knife fight? Made reference already to being interviewed by a detective, correct? Yes. And had you, after that, seen that report from that day? No. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's, like, trying to bore everybody to death. It's working on me. Who keeps coughing? Kick the person who's coughing out of the courtroom, Your Honor. <laughs> True. He apparently he has thirteen witnesses, fourteen if you count the state of Wisconsin. This is very pointless testimony with long pauses. And you stated that the reporting of the knife was a, a mis a miscommunication. Yeah, oh, dear God. Yeah. He's accused of running people over with this car. He's anytime arguing about a knife. Tell law enforcement that there was a knife involved in the altercation? No. Do you know if your friend Corey told law enforcement that there Objection, was a knife involved hearsay. in Objection, hearsay. No, she did not. Do you know if your friend Miss Patterson told any law enforcement that there was a knife involved in the altercation? She did not as well. No. If he testifies, that would be really interesting. Did the car, was the car armed with a knife? Somebody's like, he's trying to run out the clock. It's not like if they don't convict him by like Wednesday, next Wednesday, he's going to be found not guilty. 
the public no the public defender was going to take his case and those are experienced litigators like people think public defender equals bad that's not true the incident on november 21 of 2021 had you known miss patterson up until that point probably maybe a week and a half two weeks You can see the stenographer in front of the witness. Like, I have to type all this dumb crap. I want to back up to the phone call that you received from Ms. Patterson. Okay. When she called you, did she give you a name of whoever may have been assaulting her? She didn't have to. She was meeting one person that day, and I knew exactly who he was because she had showed me his picture and rap sheet prior. Her wow. child's father, the, the father of their 15-year-old daughter, is who she was meeting up with that day. And I told her multiple times, it's not a good idea. I have a bad feeling about this. Is you Spider-Man with that spidey sense? Do you recall stating, well, actually, you testified to that here today. Do you recall stating that you walked past the red SUV that was Oh, my God. Yes. Would it be fair to say from the two exhibit videos that we watched today that you, in fact, did not walk past any SUV. Oh, my God. I definitely walked past an SUV that was red on White Rock Avenue. Whether or not it was your specific SUV, it was still a red SUV. Up until this point, knowing Ms. Patterson, I didn't know anything about the father of her child. I didn't know anything about his background except for what she showed me over the phone. Anything about his vehicle description, why would she need to tell me that? Is it fair to say that the video doesn't show you walking past any red issue? Well, did we die? Oh, no, that might be an ad. Hold up. What just happened? Uh-oh. Uh, what happened? All right, let me see if I could try to fix this. Maybe they killed the stream. That's weird. Uh, the testimony is getting really good right now. And then they just cut off Mr. Brooks. Oh, no. It, it looks like it's frozen. Frozen for me, anyway. Oh, no. I think he broke the video. This is where they're going to rig the trial against him. So, like, this is what I have on my screen. It's, like, frozen, even though the live thing. But the chat is going. Um... I think I'm going to go to a different stream of the trial. Maybe it will work. Oh, no. People are saying it froze over here. Yeah. I mean, Darrell Brooks broke the video. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Darrell Brooks cutting down the stream all on his own. Somebody said shrink it and then re-enlarge. I did do that. Like full screen. No, no. Every, look, if you see the chat of where I'm watching the live stream, they're saying it's frozen too. Darrell Brooks froze the video. 
<laughs> Somebody look, they're saying hello to the AJW stream in their chat. Funny. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you got, do can somebody, should I check the law and crime thing? I heard they're copyright troll, so. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll check the law and crime YouTube channel and see if they crash too. Uh, objection. I was told this would be broadcast on the internet.com and, uh, you have cut off the internet. Um, alright, I'll go to Law and Crime. I didn't want to show them because they're copyright trollery. Apparently that's a big issue. Oh my god, they have 81,000 people watching their version of the stream. Alright, I'm gonna find out right now if it's, uh, if it was the court or if it was just the, uh, the stream that we're watching. Cause this is frozen. Alright. We're going to have to pivot it over, guys. All right, we're going to pivot it over. Which would be Exhibit 3. Is it fair to say from that vehicle, fair to say from that video, that, in fact, there are not three people throwing punches. That'd be fair to say. There oh, you want me to go two minutes back? Throwing hands in that video. Erica, Corey, and Mr. Brooks. Not myself. If you watch the video, you will see three pairs of hands go up towards one another. The, right. alleged, the alleged defendant attempted to punch and push you? Probably because there were three different people's fists flying, and I was just trying to get the uh, the people that I cared about out of the way of danger. So if my statement to the detective is off a little bit after watching a bunch of people get run over, uh, I can understand. Oh, why. caught him lying. So you were at the parade that day? I was not at the parade that day. I was in the area. So how to give back to my house. So how can you watch people being run over if you weren't at the parade that day? Boom. Got him. Checkmate, bigot. I the parade. I was in the area that the parade route was in. My street is the parade route. Did you see anyone injured that day? When... During the parade. When the... Yes, after I walked back through that area. You saw someone get injured? I saw a red SUV take off like a bat out of hell down Main Street. Did and go through a crowd of people. The question was, did you see, did you see this take place? With my own freaking eyes, yes. Oh. How many times do I have to say yes for you to understand it? Oh, hostile Why witness. Yes. I'm sorry, Your Honor, I don't, I don't know how to. Um, are you moving to strike the last response? Yeah. Um, the jury will disregard the last response. I'm just going to remind both of you. Please answer the questions that are asked. Follow up needs to take place. Either Mr. Brooks or the state will ask. Is it is it fair to well in reference to the uh, Exhibit Three video that that we just viewed? 
You're talking about the one by the elementary school? <coughs> yeah, the one, okay. that, the one that we just did, <coughs> which would be uh, Exhibit 3. Is it fair to say from that vehicle... That be, video. I, I'm sorry. From that video. Is it fair to say from that video that All right. in fact there are not three people throwing punches? So some of you guys have suggested that instead of doing that one, I should jump to the Reuters stream because of the fact that law and crime is a very copyright happy channel. So I'm going to jump over there. Defendant attempted to punch and push you. Probably because there were three different people's fists flying and I was just trying to get the other, the people that I cared about out of the way of danger. So if my statement to the detective is off a little bit after watching a bunch of people get run over, I can understand why. So you were at the parade that day? I was not at the parade that day. I was in the area. So how to give back to my house. So how can you watch people being run over if you weren't at the parade that day? I wasn't attending the parade. I was in the area that the parade route was in. My street is the parade route. Did you see anyone injured that day? I agree worse than Rogan, but that's what people say, so I jumped. After I walked back through that area... You saw someone get injured? I saw a red SUV take off like a bat out of hell down Main Street and go through a crowd of people. The question was, did you see, did you see this take place? With my own freaking eyes, yes. How many times do I have to say yes for you to understand it? Y-E-S spells yes. Oh, that's where we were before. Um, you moving to strike the last response? Imagine um, the witness gets put in contempt. The last response, I'm just going to remind both of you. Please answer the questions that are asked. Follow up needs to take place. Either Mr. Brooks or the state will ask. I think that was a dog whistle. He was saying he can't is read. It, is it fair to, well, in Whew. reference to the that rough. Uh, Exhibit 3 video that, that we just viewed? You're talking about the one by the elementary school? <laughs> yeah, the one, okay. that, the one that we just viewed, just uh, which would be uh, Exhibit 3. Is it fair to say from that vehicle? Got me. Video. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. From that video. Is it fair to say from that video that, in fact, there are not three people throwing punches? That'd be fair to say. There are three people throwing hands in that video Erica, Corey, and Mr. Brooks. Not myself. If you watch the video, you will see three pairs of hands go up towards one another. Whether one is stepping in to pull someone away from another or not, hands are being brought up. What does this throwing hands mean if you have to grab something to throw it? This guy's like the most pointless witness of all time. <laughs> I love I love that people are like, so you're allowed to represent yourself in the United States of America. This guy is a terrible lawyer for himself because he's not a lawyer. 
That's the explanation. As far as what this has to do with anything, it's it really doesn't. Do you recall? Hey, Chris. Where you went after that altercation? You mean where me and the two girls went? Where me and Miss Patterson yes, and Miss Corey went? Where you and the we the started? Two friends went. Yes, we started walking back. We turned to walk back the direction we had came, so taking White Rock to Main Street, and then uh, cutting through the neighborhood there to get over. Hey, to Alfie. The shelter was that was where we were going at that point in time. However, things took a drastic turn when the red SUV that I have described multiple times went down the opposite direction of White Rock Avenue across the railroad tracks and the intersection of Perkins and White Rock and then turned back around and came back. He said opposite direction. Hey, Clinton's here. On the school side of White Rock. After the altercation between Ms. Patterson, Mr. Brooks, Ms. Corey, and myself, the three of us Miss Patterson, Miss Corey, we started to leave. I told Mr. Brooks, you need to get out of here. The police have been called. You need to leave. You need to leave now. You do not belong here. You're I did right. not expect to <laughs> strike everything that's not pertaining to the question that was asked. See, I'm just describing the entire event in its entirety. Uh, I, I understand. Um, strike the response as being non-responsive to the question the jury is to disregard it. Um, Re-ask your question again. Okay. Do you recall where you and your two female friends went after the altercation? We started to head back in the direction of the women's shelter where they lived. Where they were staying at the time. Do you recall at any point during your uh, travels to the women's shelter, as you referred to it, do you recall at any time coming into contact with another law enforcement officer? Within that point in time, no. Except for the one that pulled out a frame apart. Do you recall at any time... <coughs> being stopped by a law enforcement officer on your way back to the women's shelter? We were stopped partway down White Rock, and that was when I had told the officer that he wouldn't get out of his SUV. I had let him know that they need to be on the lookout for a red SUV. Took off down, back down White Rock towards Perkins Avenue, or Street or Road, whatever it is. The officer had asked me if there was someone with a knife, and that was when I held up my left hand, and I said, no. I said, I, said, I had 12 stitches from a knife injury on this hand, but this is what you need to be looking for, is this red SUV. And I'm guessing that's where the miscommunication of the knife came in, and I don't know where that officer went after that. And... Would it be fair to say that that was the second law enforcement officer that you had? Oh, my God. That day, at that time? Yes. You are referring to November 21st? Correct. Okay. Your, your women friends, after, during that, <coughs> during that day, at that time? Yes. 
interaction with the second law you are referring to no do you yourself recall stating that oh my god no guys this is so brutal i don't even know what to do right now like do I do I play this because they're so much off of where they need to be in terms of the case, and it's hard for me to deal with it. Oh, people are saying there's an echo right now. Uh, yeah, I was pulling up a little bit of a different stream, so I was gonna I was gonna go to the law and crime because you guys were saying that the volume was better on law and crime, and it is true they don't own the copyright for it. So I was just going to cue this up, at, but I was setting up where it was. But this is like a drag. I I I want to just go to what's live, you know. But November twenty first, correct? Okay. During that, <coughs> during that interaction with the second law enforcement officer, do you yourself recall stating that? A black guy just assaulted my friend? No. Can everybody hear better, by the way? Any reason why the officer would report that? Objection. Calls for speculation. Rounds. Sustained. Calls for speculation. People are like, put it on 2X. This is a live stream of a trial. What are you talking about, 2X? Did you yourself sustain any injuries during the altercation? Mm, I ripped open three stitches on my hand, but that was more so from pulling Miss Corey away from Mr. Brooks so we could get out of there. Did you report to any law enforcement? Well... I guess that would refer to the second law enforcement officer that you spoke with. Did you report that to that officer? No. Because at the time, I didn't notice it. I didn't notice my hand was ripped open again until I got home. So it would be fair to say that you don't know how those stitches opened up. That'd be fair to say? No, I'm pretty sure I know how they opened. My stitches got caught on the zipper on Corey's backpack. That's how the stitches were ripped out of my hand. Oh, he's getting mad. Pull her away from Mr. Brooks and intervene between her, Mr. Brooks, and Ms. Patterson. Who cares how he ripped his stitches? He's not even blaming you. Would it be fair to say that a wound that was stitched being reopened would cause a little bit of pain? Would that be fair to say? Objection. Relevance. Browns. Sustained. Relevance. Did you notice any blood from the uh, stitches being reopened? Didn't feel anything until I actually looked at it when I got home. Twelve stitches coming across my thumb in kind of like a fish hook type pattern. It was the two over here that ripped open and the one up here. Or actually, I take that back, the one up here. So just for the record, he's holding his left hand. He had his 
uh, thumb out, extended almost like an L, but with the other fingers almost like a C, and he was pointing to his left thumb uh, near to the middle of the thumb, and then uh, the oh my God. of the thumb were on the inside where it goes up toward the other, toward the index finger. Sorry, I have to make it no. up. <laughs> Please wrap this up. And do you recall what time you made it home that evening? Absolutely not. Was it immediately after the altercation or sometime after? No, I took the girls back to the shelter and then I started running back towards Main Street to try and see if I could avoid the parade traffic. And, uh, that's when I saw the red SUV go down Main Street. Oh, dear Lord. This is like the worst moment of my life where this is taking too long. Hurry up, Darrell. Make it funny or wrap it up. That should be the, the determination from the judge. Make us laugh or end it fast. They're still not talking about anything. Like, even if he proved that this guy was lying about something, who the hell cares? And do you recall speaking with uh, your your women friends after you had made it home that evening? Yes. Mm. But I'm. Um, at any time you indicate to them that. You, Hold on, let me let him finish the question. Yeah, let him finish the question, you attorney. I thought that's what I said. You can ask your question. That's what I thought you were saying, too. Did you yourself at any time indicate to your female friends that you had sustained injury during the altercation? No. Objection relevance. Overruled his answer in my stand. Come on. We're going to get out of here in like a minute. I want to cook dinner and this is like brutal. Darrell, hurry up. Objection. You assumed gender. I see you, Dr. Dr. Yap. That is correct. He did do that. Yeah, he asked for grounds of the objection, even though they say objection relevance, objection conjecture, objection hearsay. He still asked for grounds every time (laughs) 
dude, I want to make dinner, and I've been sitting here for two and a half hours. And Nate left a little while ago, so I don't have anybody to bounce off of or to and hand the, the stream off to. And while the time I, that you had known Miss Patterson up until that day of November twenty first of twenty twenty one. Had you yourself ever heard Miss Patterson refer to the alleged defendant by a different name? Oh no. Checks your own list. Gross. Um, overruled the witness may answer if you know. Boom. No. You mean like an alias or something? Another name. Well, okay, that that can a nickname, an alias. I mean, let's be specific here. Did, did Ms. Patterson ever refer to him with another name? Yeah, answer the question. Not that I can personally recall, no, no. Right, thank you. She never called me Master of the Universe. She never called me Big D. She never called me Brooke by a cover. She never called me Red SUV. She never called me the state of Wisconsin. She never called me the plaintiff. She never called me sovereign. To your knowledge, was uh, your friend Miss Corey, as you referred to her, (coughs) do you recall her uh, stating that she was injured during the altercation? She did tell me that she... I believe she like hurt her finger or her fingernail or something like that, but I don't think it was relevant to the incident that had happened. What do you mean by you don't think it was relevant to the incident that happened? Just he said it. Just to the form of the question. She never called me the King of Kings. She never called me Pharaoh Brooks. She never called me baby daddy. She never called me the rap god. She never called me the the third party intervener. She never called me boo. Oh my god. No further questions. No further qu- Oh, he's wrapped. Before I decide whether to do cross at this time, how long do you believe it will be? Zero minutes because I have no cross. Oh, (laughs) no cross. And we're going to take a break. Yes. For the love of God, yes, a break. Um, Give me a second. I'm going to all rise for the jury. Can you excuse the jury for a second? Woo. That was rough. I was not expecting that. Darrell Brooks, you're a madman. You're you're unstoppable. (laughs) Uh, by the way, the news thing that I was streaming from originally is broken down. Uh, the judge is still pretty. That's a fact. Um, for a judge. Is Darrell crying? He crying? He stops so randomly. He's like, no for the questions. And then the DA is not even going to cross him. All right, thank you. You may be seated. You may uh, step down, sir. And I presume he may be released from his subpoena, Mr. Brooks. 
You're done questioning yeah. him? Yeah. I told you he subpoenaed him. All right. You are released from your subpoena, sir. Oh, he is smiling right, like he killed him. Break. Anything we need to address prior to that, or can we no. go when we come back? No, thank you. All right, uh, Mr. Works, work with the state, please. For the next witness, we have them available. All right, we're going to take a break as well, and I'm going to decide whether or not I actually want to come back and talk about this. Um, but yeah, thanks guys for watching. Let Let's take a break. A break. Let's take a break. Okay. Did she ever call me the artist formerly known as Darrell Brooks? Did she ever call me? Well, I'll decide if I'm going to come back. I'm going to use the bathroom, get myself a drink, and then uh, we'll take a break. And then we'll see. But I'm probably going to wrap. It's getting close to three hours. I ain't trying to become a streamer. I got videos to make.
All righty. So if I pull up the stream, they're still down. So I'm not waiting for him to call the next witness. That is ridiculous. Uh, Darrell, you have a terrible defense. You did a terrible job. I am ashamed of you and your defense. Uh, very disappointed. Very, very bad. Uh, the live stream that we were originally watching is still down. I don't even know what that had to do with anything. His opening statement, he just cried. Whew. Getting the hiccups. Uh, oh, and, uh, random announcement for everybody who still stayed. Tomorrow, I'm apparently going to be on TMZ Live, which is, uh, I guess interesting. So, yeah. I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on TMZ Live. I guess, uh, I'll, I'll, I could read some of the supers, but I was displaying them on screen and I was trying to answer your questions as we were live. Uh, I do want to say before I even get into that, uh, Nate for coming on, absolute boss. He even explained some law. So this had some like educational value somehow. Um, but yeah, tomorrow TMZ live 1.20 PM to 2.45 PM. I'll be on somewhere in that time frame. Uh, yeah, TMZ Live. They reached out to me. It's a it's a thing. Uh, so that's the surprise announcement. I'm seeing like the chat go crazy. I was looking at at something else, but um, yeah, this this is it, Mr. Brooks's defense. Not not stellar. Not a winning defense. I don't think he's going to be uh, found not guilty. And the fact that he's 13 more witnesses is wild to me. This guy is you know absolute garbage. And it is, it is important to remember that even though, like, his defense is laughable and, like, he's making this trial laughable, um, he killed people. Like, he killed six people at a Christmas parade, elderly and young people. So, yeah. So people have been saying that, yeah, I, I basically showed most of these, uh, super chats, people wishing for Judge Judy and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've showed most of them. But yeah. Uh, somebody's saying I'm going to do a duet with Tim Pool. Do you guys, you guys have seen that Tim Pool music video, right? Like where he got some drummer that was like canceled for some reason because he didn't get the vaccine. And then he did, uh, he did a thing with him, like a little song where he's like whisper singing in there. And then he was like, it's number one on iTunes or whatever. I, I'm going to go double platinum. Very, very interesting thing. Tim Pool being a singer. But, uh, no, no, the judge, like, to be fair, like, the judge, if we're being, if we're being real, has to be unbiased in this case, but he's, like, attacking the judge. He doesn't know anything about the law. He objects to everything. So the judge is actually handling this very well. Like, what, what else can you do? If you're the judge, like you're the, the defendant is crazy and he's representing himself. Like, you know, so yeah, I'm going to wrap the stream right here. I want to start making myself some dinner. It is almost five o'clock on the East coast and we've been going since like two o'clock. So, um, yeah, very, 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 very disappointed in Mr. In Mr. Brooks's, uh, opening statement. And uh, if you watch some of the trials, like some of the what was going on in the trial where he was arguing with the with the uh, prosecutor, I'm sorry, with the judge, he was arguing with her about the introduction of one of his music videos into evidence. 
the judge says she'll go to 6 p.m. if she has to finish today. 6 p.m. is is 7 p.m. uh Eastern time. I'm not going for two more hours. Like you're you're wilding out. Uh yeah, you can watch the trial on Law and Crime. They copyright. Reuters also has the stream. I will